Wakey, wakey, Iggy Biggy. Tis the Smod Coast Morning Show, blasting awesome sauce all over your interwebs. Quick pass into the middle for Flanagan. Flanagan, lots of room, lots of that. Give it a chance. Ming Chang with the hat trick. It had to happen. Oh, absolutely. It couldn't happen to a better guy. This guy's been playing hard all game. Every game of the season he comes to play, and it paid off right there. Welcome to the SNM show on the Smodco Internet Radio Network, broadcasting live from the home of the comic book men. Jay and Silent Bob, Secret Stash. My name is Ming Chen, sitting across from me. So Sammy can wait. He knows it's too late when you're walking on by. Samantha Quintus, Samantha Q, everybody. Don't, don't tempt me with like Oasis lyrics. I, I did that on purpose. I still you're, like you're, Oasis. You're, I, you know, Oasis broke up how many years ago? How um, long ago? A, a long time. Not not too long ago. Nineties? No, God, 2000s? they like just broke up like three years ago. Oh, it was. That. I mean, they didn't really have any good records yeah. between the nineties and now. But yeah, no, it's it's like a recent thing. Yeah, I, but but I, I but rem- you're like teasing me now because Liam Gallagher is like tweeting like O A S like in individual letters like ain't, tweeting the comeback and obvi- obviously it ain't gonna happen. He's probably well, just drunk at a damn bar. Hold on, how much money do you think they have left? They made a lot of money much. in the nineties. In the nineties, not much. Years ago. He said he actually said in an interview that he would form Oasis back for um, like uh, half a million of anything, half a million dollars, okay. or like half a million beers, half a million condoms. Like that was his statement. He would form it for half a million of anything. Was, so I feel like there's like definitely a potential for half a million something you know, out there. You know he was drunk when he said that. It's not. It's not going to happen. Is, is Liam Gallagher ever not drunk? No. If you can't get along with your brother, can't get along with anybody. <laughs> it's true. Yes. It's true, but they get along when they're watching watching Manchester City. So I've, I've re- seen the moment. They should and just it's... record when they're watching. Soccer <laughs> when they're games. watching soccer. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no. He he tweeted that a few days ago, like probably like two weeks now, and um, I got like stupid excited because I, I like <laughs> I, I like still like Oasis, and that's like and that's like fished in, fished yeah, like in. right, right. He's like sitting in a bar in Manchester <laughs> drinking, and like everybody in the world is like hanging on the next tweet I he know. has. He's on his iPhone, like oh. oh. Yeah. Send yeah. A yeah. He's send. like, I'm gonna fuck with some people yeah. today. Hold on, Guinness. <laughs> yeah. R. And um, yeah, no. He um, needless to say, they they're not getting back together, and they shouldn't get back together. They right. they should not. I'm throwing. I'm a huge Oasis fan, but there's no way that needs to happen ever again. Remember how huge they were? Like they. I yeah. Mean, I don't know if they called themselves this or somebody was calling them like the next Beatles and shit. Uh, well, like, no, Liam. Liam, I think, um, used to say that like John Lennon's soul, like 
ended up in his body somehow. Um, like he was the reincarnated John Lennon, despite the fact that they were definitely alive together. Um, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, like clearly he's not the reincarnated John Lennon because you were alive before John yes. Lennon died. Yes. Yeah. Um, and he, he likes to call himself that, but I mean, like, seriously, I'm like a big Oasis fan and there's, there's no way that Liam is anywhere near John Lennon's stature. So, uh, it's not happening. So let's, it, let's stop dreaming, buddy. It's not, it's not happening. And when it, when the day, the day the money rant runs out and they do want it to happen again, no one's going to care anymore. Yeah, it's true. I mean, like, shit, I'm, I'm an Oasis fan and. Their last, like, two albums sucked, so don't get back together. I'll just keep listening to the old shit on repeat. But for that one or two years in the late 90s, magic. Yeah, no, like, I'm, I'm, shit, I'm talking about how, like, if they formed a new, like, record and, and, and got the band together, like, I'd be like, no. Like, I would be first online at the fucking record store the day it went out to buy that shit. Sure. Like, let's be serious. Yeah, you know, did I want to make out to Wonderwall? Sure. Didn't everybody? Yeah. I, yeah. Isn't that like one of the most covered songs in the world? Yes. Beside like it was magic. Beside like anything the Beatles Champagne did. Supernova. I, I I liked it. I liked that. I, totally I used to get it. high to it. Yeah. You know. Yeah, all that stuff, man. Hell yeah. All that stuff. Hell yeah. They should have kept going, like you know, like Dave Matthews, not Dave Matthews and be like, all right, Dave Matthews is lame. Dude, dude makes money though. Dave Matthews needs to stop. stop. He needs to stop. He needs to stop. He needs to stop like ten years ago. <laughs> so so say some people. So say some people. Yeah. So hello everybody. We are live. That means you can tweet us right now. Questions, comments, complaints, disasters, disasters. I am at Ming Chen thirty seven. M I N G C H E N thirty seven. And I am at the Zen Librarian. And I never spell it. And I'm not going to start today. No. If you need get a dictionary. Yeah. If if you need to know how to spell librarian. Uh, the, okay. Zen is L I B E R R Y. Yeah. How come she tweet me back? Yeah. The Zen Librarian. You can also visit us online at salmonmingshow.com. We got a freaking website. And we are also recording this on video for posterity. And, and uh, we are at youtube.com slash Ming Chen. I may have to form our own channel. I don't know. This is all kind of like a pilot test. It looks like the pilot is going to series now. I'm doing this every week. Wait, what, what are we doing? This, we're, we're videoing our podcast. Yeah, obviously we're videoing. There's cameras in front the of cameras me. Cameras here. Like I saw you in the car, like putting on makeup. It was, Stop that telling was awesome. people I do that prior cool. to. I mean, like I, I was out cool. this morning. I thought I was going to go hiking again this morning. So I didn't like get all dolled up. But like I pulled into the parking lot. I'm like, well, I got to change my shirt. I got to like comb my hair. I got to put, I put like some lip gloss on. Yeah, you did. Follow the Zen library. She just posted this very saucy photo of herself at, the, at a library. No back back when I used to be a librarian, you, did you? Because uh, I actually once was a librarian. I was. Shocking. Um, I was a children's librarian, and Even I uh, more shocking. So, somebody posted a picture like, "Is it like this like old hag librarian, or like this like oh. slinky, you know, pencil skirt, like you know, cleavage popping out, uh, you know, on a desk like fuck me librarian look?" And I'm like, "Well, somewhere between, it, yeah, it, it, kind of somewhere between. They're definitely closer to the latter as opposed to you know the old haggard librarian." Um, you were much closer to the latter, yes. The- Oh yeah, the, yeah. Yes. I'm just repeating what you said. So oh, um, you you weren't like putting in your your opinion for for those of for those of the the, uh, the listeners that think I'm a dirty home wrecking bitch. I just want to <laughs> I want to throw that out there. Home wrecker. Yeah, uh, flu- uh, I heard the word floozy. I'm like, who uses that word? Uh, anymore? Apparently, I'm a home wrecker. By the way, and apparently, I only got this gig because like I'm a home wrecker and I'm trying to ruin Kevin's marriage. So Kevin? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Really? <laughs> like as if I've ever met him. No, you just missed him, though. By the way, I, I you were he's saying literally here like not an hour ago. 
Why didn't you invite him to pod with us? Uh, he had to. He had to leave. He's doing a. Um, he's doing. He's actually up in New York right now doing a seventy fifth um, birthday like kind of panel discussion up in New York. Um, okay. At this place called the 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 Pooley Center, Pulo Pulley, Paley Paley the Paley Center. The Paley Center. Yeah. So it's him and uh, Michael Uslan who produced all the Batman movies. Okay. And, um, bunch of other Batman no no to uh, notaries no no to whatever. I, I, whatever, no, Darren. Somebody, somebody just tweeted us that um, Oasis once talked shit about System of a Down. <laughs> that's, that's like amazing to me. Really? It's really? like amazing to me. System of a Down could kick Oasis ass any day I, of the week and yeah. twice on Sundays. Yeah. So, um, so good for them. Oh, whoa. All right. Whoa. <laughs> Photos down. Brian Johnson, Brian Johnson jumping down. off the. Uh, I didn't hear any shattering. I think we're. I think we're good. I think we're good. Apparently, yeah. apparently, Brian Johnson doesn't like it when I talk about Oasis getting his ass kicked. Although I, I feel like he'd probably agree with that. Yeah, our friend James here with the Ultimate Warrior uh, av- Twitter avatar asks, uh, "I hope to see the Zen li- I hope to see the Zen Librarian on Comic Book Men next season." What do you say? I'm trying. Mm. I will try. I, will use I, I agree. I, have I agree. To get you on the show, I agree. Yeah. I'll I'll do it if you want. Especially, you know, if we do that Jello wrestling storyline. Oh, I will be the first one I call. <laughs> I hate Jello. Oh, like a pudding. Like oh, pudding? Jello pudding is fine. Like, I don't like like Jello Jello. You know, Jello pudding, like you know, uh, Bill Cosby, like shit pudding pops. That was That's, terrible. I know. That was I know. Terrible. terrible. You're gonna get so much shit for that. That's terrible. Uh, my friend Danae Weeks, mm-hmm. uh, who comes to all of our events, has seen me play hockey. Uh, she asked, "Was your marathon experience all I would hope? All you hoped it would be?" I'll be discussing that. Yeah, we'll um, be uh, we'll be talking about I'm, Ming I'm in, running. I'm in pain right now. <laughs> I'm in pain right now, but we'll be talking about that. But, but first, we're going to talk about today being Cinco de Mayo. Yes, happy Cinco de Mayo. Happy everybody. Cinco de Mayo. We're, we're we're not drinking Patron. No, it's Patron we're, Mexican. No. Oh, okay. But it's tequila. It is. So I, I feel like if you're going to drink tequila, you might as well be drinking. Something that you like. It is. So, I, so, uh, so I, we're I drinking went, shitty beer. Yeah, well, here's the thing. I went to the liquor store. Well, we're drinking good beer later. Shitty beer now. Well, we're drinking what's considered good, um, just regular Mexican beer. So, you know, like in this country, good regular beer would be like, I don't know, like Newcastle or no, that's not, that's not American. Um, mm. What's better than Bud? Everything. Okay. All right. Never mind. Everything is better than I, Budweiser. I went into our store, pretty decent store, and, uh, and uh, dude's like, can I help you? And I'm like, um, listen, this is going to be a stretch, but I'm looking for Mexican craft beer. Like, it does exist. He's like, well, we had one brand, but we don't have it right now. And uh, I was just trying to be like, listen, Cinco de Mayo, I want to celebrate the holiday. I want to celebrate. Um, <laughs> you, you and every other person who walked in there and asked the same question yeah, today. I want to celebrate. The I'm looking for Mexican beer. Mexican craft beer. Craft beer. Fair enough. Yeah, I, you know, I want to ce- celebrate the Battle of Puebla correctly with with a good beer. I'm like, listen, man, I know everyone's drinking Corona today, and you know, I know there's a lime shortage and all that. I don't want Corona. I'm like, come on, I want some. Good. I have like two limes in my fridge. Well, save them; they're commodities. Or now. somebody's fridge. I, it's not my fridge. Yeah. I, it's somebody's fridge. And he's like, sorry, I can't help you out. So I start googling. Uh, start, yeah, I start googling. I see some Mexican brands I've never seen before, um, and uh, they all appear to be not that good. So I went with top shelf regular Mexican beer, and this is what we're drinking tonight: uh, Negro Modelo. Negro so, Modelo. Happy Cinco de Mayo, everybody! Happy Cinco de Mayo. Negro, de Mayo, my, uh, Negro Modelo. Now you open. I saw you take a sip, and you made a face. Um, yeah, it, because so. uh, like I drink good beer, not this stuff. This is like 
I think this is all right. This isn't mm-hmm. like okay. First off, like I'm like a big hater on like when people put foil on the top of the beer I, because like you're trying to open it and then like when you're drinking it, like the foil is like literally coming off in your mouth. Foil is class. It's classy. I got you know I got the foil because it's visual. I wanted to watch you struggling with it on on the camera. Oh, is that? Oh, is that it? Yeah, but you opened yours before we started, so I did. But I just opened mine. Yeah, it is. You're, you got a the foil. Maybe maybe the foil is flavor. I, don't I remember. So. Um, I remember old. Uh, I remember my dad was a big fan of Michelob, and Michelob used to have the foil on it. <laughs> used to, I used to be enamored with that. Speaking of Mexican things, Mexican Batman just tweeted at me. You were really a librarian. I didn't realize libraries were still a thing. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that statement completely. There, there's still. Hopefully, there's still a thing. The, hopefully, we'll talk about that later. Hopefully. Uh, our friend here, Christopher, Irish on Fire, thirty-one. I know. I just, I just favorited that. Uh, at, at Ming Chen, thirty-seven. This is a librarian. She's incredibly gorgeous. I love that. I like, guess that's toward you. Well, it could be a yeah. Could, uh, <laughs> Christopher, thank you for the shout out. So, Cinco de Mayo, um, pretty, pretty, somewhat big holiday, big beer holiday. It's definitely. true. I think like the first time I tried tequila was actually on a Cinco de Mayo. How old were you? Like six. No, I, um, God, it was like really late. I was like probably like 21. Like I, I never wanted to drink tequila. Like, I don't know. It was just like a disgusting, like the smell always got me. And I think I was like dating some kid and we went out for like a drink on Cinco de Mayo. It was like our, like our first date, I think. And he's like, Oh, here, have a shot of tequila. Like, yeah, ha ha, have a shot of tequila on our first date. And, um, it was like, since it was Cinco de Mayo and everyone was doing shots of tequila, it was in like one of those little like barbecue sauce cups. Yeah. 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 Like they're not giving you glass. And like I was just like, this is so incredibly not classy. Um, but you know, I, it was like a shot of of some kind of tequila. It wasn't terrible. I mean, I drink no. tequila now all the time. Yeah. Um, by all the time, I mean like probably once every three months. Um, so you know, tequila's got me into trouble. Now oh, oh, I get the it? good shit though, Patron, Cafe Patron. Well, I like Cafe Patron, but that's like not really tequila. Yeah. I mean, it's like got it, tequila in it. Yeah, but it's it's like you know, you mix it with like your coffee drinks, and you know, you go wild. Yeah. So uh, I actually had no idea what Cinco de Mayo was all about. I knew it was a big drinking holiday. I knew, you know, the... You're so Asian. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I, yeah, I have... I actually celebrated once with Brian. We all went out to a Mexican restaurant. We were, that was Chipotle? Our, no, it was a place called Senor Peppers up the street. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. I know and, Senor Peppers. Yeah. And, you know, we went to the liquor store. Everything's bring your own beer here yeah. at BYO. So we went to this Mexican... Um, not the Mexican store. We went to the liquor store next door. Got some Tecate. Yeah. Like that, the cheapest of yeah, cheap Mexican The cheapest beer. of cheap, yeah. And um, yeah, that's how we celebrated. But today I looked it up. I'm like, what's this holiday all about? Okay, so what is this holiday all well, about? Beside, beside a bunch of Mexicans well, getting drunk. Technically. Well, hey, hey, I think it's more Americans getting drunk than it's, Mexicans. It's true, Let's actually. be honest here. It's, it's true. Here. Now, Cinco de Mayo is not the Mexican Independence Day. It is Day. not. That is, yeah, that is a commonly misthought idea that like Cinco de Mayo is like our 4th of July, and no, it's not. It's not. Yeah. It's not at all. It, uh, it is a celebration of the Battle of Puebla, Samantha. Okay. Commemorating a victory by outmanned and outgunned Mexican army troops on May 5th, 19, uh, 1862, during a French invasion. Oh, I love French it's things. It's kind of like their version of 300. Yeah, I love French things, though. Really? Even when they get their asses beat? Yeah. Wow. Okay, well, they got their asses beat. And okay. now we're celebrating. Awesome. So, to the French. To the, well, no, to, to, the, <laughs> to the Puebli, Pueblins. 
at the, at Pue- in Pueblo, Mexico. Blah, blah, blah. I can't pronounce yeah. anything today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, apparently. I can't. I can't. Are you drunk? I'm not drunk. Have, I'm not even have, drunk. Have you been day drinking? I've not been day drinking. I've been day drinking. I know. I, know I you always have. day drink on Mondays. I, I know you have. So initially, <laughs> hashtag Adventure Mondays. Initially, the citizens of Pueblo did celebrate this victory. Okay. And then somewhere in you know somewhere along the line, it got kind of turned. Into a U.S. holiday by, by beer, beer companies. companies. The same way Valentine's Day is a holiday by card companies. Yes. Exactly. And, um, one beer in particular, Samantha, uh, Corona. 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 The Drinko for Cinco. That was their first logo. Yes. For, or their first slogan for Cinco de Mayo. A uh, little racist, if you ask me. Um, I've heard we'll worse. Call it a Drinko. Isn't that like pigeon? Well, I mean, like, I feel like that's like anytime you're trying to think of a Spanish word, you automatically like put an O. So if I didn't know like what the Spanish word was yeah. for table, right. it's like automatically like table O. Table O. It'd be like, you know, come to Ming's Chinese restaurant where we have the best fried lice ever anywhere. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, yeah. It's freaking racist. And uh, yeah, so it was it was taken over by uh, uh, Corona, whose parent company is, uh, I think... Modelo or like um, something like that, and um, yeah, Grupo Modelo is the maker of Corona beer now. Okay, so so instead of looking up the history of the Battle of Puebla and all that, I started looking up why. I, you I started why, looking up beer. I started, well, in particular, I started wondering why Corona is like one of the best selling. It's number four. You know what? Corona's not terrible. As much as I hate like commercial beer, like if I'm at like a really? barbecue. Okay. Yeah, if I'm at like a barbecue, it's like a nice summer day, like, and there's like you know Coronas. I'll usually go for a Corona. I, I like a lime the, in the bottle. You know, you flip it upside down, and the lime floats to the that's top. What, that's what got you me. Like, it's like fucking the, spill beer all over yourself. The beer tastes so bad that you got to put a lime in it in the bottle. <laughs> fair enough. Fair you know enough. Fair enough. I understand. You're a barbecue. You don't really even really care. You just want to get drunk. Well, that's the thing too. Like, unless you're like BYOB, the barbecue. Yeah. Like, generally speaking, it's going to be like Bud Miller. Corona. Yeah. And that's what you have to choose from. And between Bud Miller and Corona, I'm always going to choose Corona. Yeah. I, I do remember I threw a big, big blow up birthday party for myself last year. You did? You brought your own beer. I did. Yeah. Uh, what did I bring? I don't know. You're like, I'm drinking your shit I think beer. I brought Magic Hat. You did. Uh, you did bring a Magic Hat. Magic Hat, like purple something? Yeah, you did. I forget what you it was. Did. And so Corona became massively popular. Um, uh, you know, it didn't work initially, and then they noticed, um, you know, surfers and college students gravitated toward it. So they started doing market research. They started um, going toward more of a beachy, like laid back vibe. Okay. Instead of um, instead of publicizing its its Hispanic roots, its Mexican roots, they started uh, doing market research. Um, they got a bunch of college kids together once for market research. They're like, "Why do you drink this?" And they would always giggle and. And they would comment on the really clear bottle how it looked like piss. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's thing. like a, that's like a beer thing, I think. Yeah. You know, I mean, generally speaking, if you're going to get beer, you know, depending on, on like the, the variation of yellow, yeah. it, it could look like. So pink. sales started taking off after this, after they figured out the, the marketing plan and all that. And rivals were getting pissed. Rival distributors. Yeah. And... um. So they were trying to, you know, trying to keep them down and do that. They started spreading rumors that the beer was contaminated with urine. Okay, probably was. And they, they there was actually a court case where they had to retract that and say and verify and um not verify but stand up for the purity of Corona. Okay, they had to re- they had to make a retraction. And that I, there was not in fact urine in Corona. I would dispute this fact. I've tasted it. 
And it does, in fact, taste like piss. Because it's sterile and you like the way it tastes. It doesn't taste like anything. It tastes <laughs> like shit. I, I like this this point that Mexican beer has been so popular in the U.S. that American beer makers have tried marketing their own versions, um, like citrus and salt-flavored Miller Chill oh. and Anheuser-Busch uh, Bud Light Lime. I actually used to drink Miller Chill. Um, I guess you liked it. Well, well I mean, you know, it was it was better than regular Miller. Um, but that that was like another thing. Like I used to drink with a group of friends and all they ever drank was Miller. Um, and so like during the summer they went from Miller to Miller chill. Like we'd be drinking on the beach, drinking Miller chill Miller and chill. yeah, like, I mean, it's not good. It's just like, it's not good. Like, you know, that whole like lime and like beer flavor, like yes. that's good. Like, you know, once in a blue moon, but people who like drink that all the time, yes. like, I don't understand that. Yeah. You know what they're called? Bums. Pussies. Pussies. Uh, the homeless. <laughs> the homeless. That. You know, when the forties aren't enough. They go to Miller Chill. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. But everyone loves a nice game of Edward Forty Hands. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so, Drinko for Cinco. Uh, uh, in 2010, Mexico, Mexico became the top exporter of beer in the world. Just in the freaking at, world. Just beating out Holland. That's crazy. Because it just is. And most of it's Corona. Like millions and millions of cases of Corona. Yeah. Will this? How do we stop this, Sam? Um, be stopped. We we podcast about better beers and we stop drinking the shit that we're drinking. I think it all comes down to cost, really. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing too. Like, you know, it's it's funny because I, I was at a bar last night, um, and a, a, a supposed Irish pub. Okay. That uh, Maloney's. I've talked about it before. That like literally, when you look at the menu, it was all Mexican food, um, which was just <laughs> ironic to me because the Irish pub in our town does the same thing. Yeah, the Dublin. They do all Irish food or all um, Mexican food. They do. But um, and and people, the people I was there with were commenting about how like the beer prices were a little expensive because they were like upwards of like seven to eight dollars sure. because they're you know they're different beers and um you know. I was at a bar today and same, I mean, it was, it was slightly cheaper. It was like $6, but like, you know, especially when you like can drive by like a dive bar and see like, you know, like $3 Miller lights, you know, know, like $2 PBR tall boy. Yeah. Like, but that's the thing. Like, I mean, you like literally, okay. So, so doing the math, I could drink like one beer for $7 and get like a significant buzz if it's like a sure, 7 or sure. 8 or 9% alcohol. Or like I could drink two of them and get like a significant buzz for $14, okay? Saying it's a $7 beer. Right. Or you could drink like seven, you know, Millers for $3 yeah. and pay like upwards of $20 and probably not even be drunk because the alcohol level on that is like – one percent. Yes. No, it's like four. So you know, you're looking up. Yeah, I mean, like I'm looking at like an accountant. I'm looking at like how am I going to get the best bang for my friggin' buck? Um, but I just that's like a thing. Like I don't want to sit around and drink. Like have to drink. Like if I'm going to get drunk, yes. I don't want to have to like sit around and drink like ten beers to do it. Right. I want to like. I mean, I guess if I if I want to get drunk, I just straight shots of whiskey. Why am I even bothering with beer? Sure, but you know, uh, that's that, that's why I hang out with you. That's why we're friends. Quality, <laughs> quality, my friends, not quantity. Quality, not quality, quantity. Not, I agree. Not quantity. So, uh, our friend Dennis here, uh, new new friend Dennis, new friend Dennis. Says, yes, uh, you could get the world's uh, um, that Corona's marketing is through the roof, and that's why they're so popular. Yes, you get the world's best marketing firm, and uh, they can market feces. And people would actually, yeah, no, and, I know. And uh, yes, that's actually, that's very true. That's why people like the New York Yankees. First, for, <laughs> the Yankees were good in the nineties. <laughs> they were good in the nineties. Yeah, 
Yeah, so... Anyways, so happy Cinco de Mayo. Happy everybody. Cinco de Mayo. We are going to choke down these Negro Modelos, then we're going to go to something. We're going to go better. to uh, some Innis and Gun. Innis and Gun. I discovered it last week. It's a Scottish beer, uh, oak aged beer. Where do they make it? Is it in Canada? Is this from Canada? I heard it's from Canada. It's Scotland's most awarded bottled beer. Right, beers. but where do they actually make I have it? No idea. Or is it, do they make, oh, Scotland. Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Edinburgh, Edinburgh. Scotland. Yeah. Scotland. Yeah, it uh, it looks pretty intense. Um, I was drinking it last week. I love it. It's like a really good tasting beer. So I'm like trying to choke down this terrible beer I'm right, drinking. I'm choking mine down too. Okay, well I'm just choking saying. I'm gonna start like pouring it on the floor. Um, don't do that. Yeah, please, Walt, please don't. Please don't pour it on the floor. Walt would be so pissed. I, I, please don't pour beer on the floor. I'm not gonna pour beer okay. on the floor. I'll okay. just throw it at you instead. Uh, you, you all right? That's that's perfectly acceptable. You want to dump it on my head? Dump it on my head. Just watch the the Dre the Dre headphones. They were expensive. Okay. Just yeah, please. So happy Cinco de Mayo, everybody. Happy Cinco de Mayo. I had to get a Mexican beer. You had to. No, I agree. I um, it's funny too because like on Valentine's Day when I was like thinking about like tweeting about a beer, like I didn't even think of going for like the Love Stout or something, and right. like I like tweeted about like some whatever other beer I was drinking, and yeah. I was like, it has to be topical. Like that's you know, yeah. um. We're going to get some good shit next week. Uh, zombie Killer. I saw Zombie Killer. Yeah, uh, that was actually um, at Maloney's. It's uh, on tap. On tap. I, I'm, ex- I'm excited. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm intrigued. It's, uh, it's good. I'm intrigued. It's, um, yeah. We're, uh, we're going we're gonna to rock Maloney's soon. Okay. All right. Um, I go, I it's go funny, there. too, because when I used to go there, like, it was definitely, like, and not that it was a dive bar. Like, it was a fancy dive bar, but, like, it was still a dive bar. Like, they had dartboards, shit like that. I walked in last night, and, like, my friend, I was I was going to meet my best friend there, and um, he even told me, he's like, so it's a little different. And, like, I walked in, and, like, all, like, the shitty, like, the, the dartboard and, like, the beer things on the wall, yeah. like, they were all taken down, and, like, these really nice mirrors were put up. Mirrors? Yeah. And, like, people were, like, not that they were dressed up to eat, but they weren't, like, you know, wearing, like... You know, sweatpants and shit like dive bar shit. Like there was no like homeless people hanging over the bar anymore. Um, it was all, it was all like people dressed nice to go eat. And, uh, and my, my friend, he was just like, I, it's not the same bar we used to drink at. I'm like, it still has like 80 beers on tap. So I'm still fine drinking here. It's like mirrors. What is a strip club? It was like mirrors on the wall. That's strip club. <laughs> It's not a strip club. There were no poles. I know. And everybody was fully clothed. That reminds me of a story. Speaking of which, when are we going to the cabaret again? We got. We should go this week sometime. We should go. Okay. For uh, for great food. We talked last week about going. It's not a strip club. It's a go-go bar. Yeah. There's a difference. W- with great food. With great that's, food. Um, that's how they, they market themselves. I, now, I just remembered. Um, so my friend Brian Lynch filmed a movie there. He put okay. me in the background. And I remember um, they they went way over the time that they were given. And I remember why now is the production had to take the mirror. They had to unscrew the mirrors off the wall. Yeah. So you couldn't see the cameras. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. Mirrors yeah. on the wall. Yeah. No, that's uh, that's what apparently my favorite bar has become. It's like these really nice, like not like tacky mirrors, like they're framed mirrors up oh. on the walls. Yeah. And um, it just, uh, it's completely different. Like there was better lighting. Like there was like a new paint job. Oh, it wasn't like that's... dark and kind of like. You know, damp looking. Sucks. It's like a dive bar trying to go up, up scale. But it was like nice. And I mean, like I said, they're charging like seven to eight dollars per beer. Sure. So, I mean, I, I guess they, they can be upscale when they're charging that much money. Yeah, but I want like, I want the dive bars, man. Yeah. I want, um, you ever hear, um, you ever heard the term old man bar? It's like the, the bar you go into and, and it's just a bunch, bunch of cranky old men there. That sounds like every All bar dudes. in South Amboy. Uh, that might be a rundown. Yeah, every um, bar in South Amboy. I heard a rumor back in the day that uh, they would have bars, and underneath the bar would be a piss trough. You ever heard of this? No. Yes, piss trough. Where so you wouldn't even have to go to the bathroom. 
Okay, I'm, right I'm glad there. that I've never been to one of those bars. I believe these are true. These, I believe there were bars with a piss trough built in. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna saying. have to find one. I mean, I, not that I want to like piss in it, but I like, don't think. I'm I sure, like most. Taken them yeah, I was gonna say I'm sure, like most point. bars, but like I want to find one that like just kept one up for like looks and posterity's sake, like not to actually piss in. Yeah, you know, just to be like, oh hey, look, we used to fucking urinate in the bar. I would do it. What urinate do in a it. bar? If there's a piss trough, like on, on the bar. Um, no. No? You just, like, whip out your wang and just, like, start pissing? Yeah, save me a walk to the bathroom. Uh, That's creepy. Bathroom. That's fucking weird. Well, here's the thing. is that old, I said old men, but only men would visit these places. So, like, you oh, know. Well, That's, like, still weird. Is it? Yeah. I, I guess. I mean, I guess. I, I mean, like, the whole, I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, like I've had, like, conversations with my friends about, like, you know, being in, like, you know, like, going to the bathroom in a urinal and, like, a guy walks in, like, you have to pick, like, a urinal a certain distance away or, or oh, like, sure. you get, like, a creepy guy next to you who, like, sure. comments on what your penis looks like. Sure. <laughs> like, that's just, I, like, weird to me. Sure, I've gotten pee shy before. Sure. Like, or, like, has anybody, okay, have you ever been in a urinal mm-hmm. and, like, somebody's walked up to you and, like, said something about your junk? No. Okay, like, I've, I've heard, like, shit like that. Well, actually, no, I, I take that back. I was like, whoa, like, holy shit, that's big. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure yeah, you never heard that. It happens all well, the time. It's, it's funny because my father, he used to um, he used to be a, a manager at a movie theater not, mm-hmm. not far from here, uh, one that actually Kevin used to go to yeah. because they used to argue when Kevin came in to watch a movie, he would pay with a credit card and they'd be like, can we keep the receipt? Because he signed it, obviously. And my dad's <laughs> like, no, we need that, like, for, like, yeah, so we you can, know, accounting purposes. So we can prove that he yeah, like he paid. Yeah, like, so, like, no, you can't keep it. And everyone would be like, can can you make a copy and keep the copy of the receipt? And we could take, and, you it know. Scrambling over the movie theater credit card receipt mm-hmm. of Ke- one Kevin Smith. Yes. That's funny. So um, so apparently my father's met Kevin. I have not. Um, but one day Bruce Springsteen came in there mm-hmm. and um, I guess uh, my father really wanted like his 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 autograph. Yeah. So Bruce went into the bathroom and my father went into the bathroom and, and Bruce was at the urinal. And my yeah. father, he picked a urinal like two down, mm-hmm. you know, not not like right next to him. And he goes, uh. Mr. Springsteen, <laughs> oh, uh, would it would it be too much to ask, um, you know, to to get your autograph? And uh, Bruce was was so nice to him. Uh-huh. He was like, "Yeah, definitely, but uh, can I wash my hands first? Right. You know, That's so cool. yeah, no, he was he was like a cool guy about it. But I was like, man, that must like suck taking a piss and have someone like ask for your, your right, autograph. You know, uh, me and Springsteen cut from the same cloth. I told you that happened to me as well. Yeah, at the at a con. Yes, you know, not That's a, like weird. Not a movie theater. But uh, yeah, it's <laughs> like weird. Had two dudes come up to me in the bathroom asking for my photo, and then if you see the photo, I should have. <laughs> it, you took the picture in the bathroom. Yeah, I should have screen capped it because I saw it later on Instagram. I'm I'm never gonna be able to find it now. But you can see in the background, their dude's pissing. <laughs> Why didn't you go outside the bathroom? I, he I he wanted to take a shot right there. I understand. Like your dad. You want to take a shot right well, there? Well, yeah, but like my dad, like they went outside the bathroom oh, for him okay, to sign no, something. We were like, in the bathroom. <laughs> That's like I was weird. Like, no, I was, my attitude was like, all right, well, let's just do it now then. We don't, I don't want to walk out. Let's just do it now. True. Yeah. True. I, I mean, I'm shocked you even zipped your pants and, you know, when I did zip my pants, my, my, yeah, <laughs> my freaking cock wasn't hanging out. My big fat cock was not hanging out of my pants. <laughs> don't lie to me. Don't lie. <laughs> Yes. Speaking of which, I, I did love your um, your uh, message that you sent me the other day about how you had a little something for me. 
I do. I have a. I have a small. I have a, su- a surprise. It's for a you. small surprise, I and surprise I. I tweeted that to the world. <laughs> I do indeed have a s- surprise for you. It's small. It's not huge, so don't get excited. So it is your penis. It is not my penis. That's good because you're married. Is that a surprise? Hashtag pray would for that, Debbie. Would that be a surprise? What if it was your penis? Yes. Yeah, it would be shocking. <laughs> I would. I would probably oh, never speak to you again. Mildly, like if you were just like like streaker ripped off your clothes, I would like never speak to you again. Mildly inappropriate wildly inappropriate wildly inappropriate i do in fact have my boyfriend might kick your ass he might he i don't want i don't want my ass kicked he would he i don't would. want my ass kicked i'm not in i'm not in any shape to kick any ass right now we'll put it that way yeah it's true you're like you're, you're kind of like weak yes so uh, our friend of the week is uh mr meat pie Great, and, um, great name. Yes, he sent a tweet last week. Uh, if you heard the show last week, uh, Samantha, was I was little, totally little, day drinking all day. Buzz, and he said, uh, "Hearing the Zen librarian slur through the first thirty minutes of uh, this morning show is too much for this ant. Less drinking, more podcast." Which is which is funny because um, we just drank more as the podcast went on. Yes. So I can't imagine how after thirty minutes my slurring improved. Yes. So uh, g- good for me. I just love that he made it thirty minutes. That's I know, like congratulations. So that's like awesome. I guess Meat Pie's not listening anymore. He's a uh, former listener, so uh, uh, too, anybody, too bad. Uh, so he's not. That's a bad fan of the week. Uh, fan of the week <laughs> is. Uh, I have, like, tons of fans of the week. I like pretty much... Fan of the week is Tyson Ernst, who is... Mr. Ernst? Yes, who uh, sends us greetings from Long Beach, California, and he's at the VA Blind Rehab Center. How awesome is that? That we can... uh, That we're entertaining him all the way from New Jersey. I like that. Um, Apparently, uh, tell him Steve Dave and Engineer says that uh, he's going to drink every time I say like. So, uh, (laughs) like, 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 like. Yeah, drink up, boy. That's like that... uh, That's like that how I might... I always say it. Um, that's that How I Met Your Mother episode where they drink whenever Robin says the word <laughs> like or something yes. and she figures it out and, and you know, she's on air and, and they're doing shots yes. to this and she gets them like real fucked up. So uh, that's like a huge, uh, huge compliment too because everyone thinks I'm like Robin from... Yeah, dude's going to get alcohol poisoning now, by the way. Thank Probably. You very much. Thank you very much. So... Uh, so you're going to Baltimore tomorrow. I am going to Baltimore and tomorrow. Unfortunately, I can't join you. Uh, we were recording Tom Steve Dave episode 200, <laughs> which tomorrow. is a big thing because apparently you're rapping on it. Uh, it's me versus Brian Johnson rap battle. Mm. I have to practice. I thought it was you and Mike versus Brian. Well, and there's a whole Walt or something. Walt's got a whole scheme going on where we're all involved, but but it is essentially a me versus Brian rap. Okay. Battle. Uh, uh, well, I'm going to put my money on Brian then. Oh, you, know, you got it, no faith in me. You're Asian, right? And? Name one good Asian rapper. Uh, I can't, but name one good white rapper. Eminem. All right, well, that's one out of. I wouldn't even say he's good. I would say he's like mediocre at best. But like, I he's mean, he's a good rapper. He's white. Yeah, but Brian ain't Eminem. We'll put it. <laughs> Brian's not Eminem. Thanks. Brian don't even listen to rap, man. That's all I listen to. I listen to old. All, that's all I listen to is old school hip hop and rap. Biggie, but like, I'm a huge Biggie Smalls fan. Like the, you know, the, the whole Bad Boy. Uh, you know, Mace, you know, wherever he is now. So, uh, so can you give us like a sampling of what you're going to do tomorrow? I don't want anything pre- prepared. I don't want to ruin. Yeah, I don't. I, actually, that's true. I don't want to take any of the glory I'm away. Gonna, I'm just going to say this. My rap has been written and it's kind of lengthy. So I got to whittle it down because apparently that was my downfall in the last battle was I had way too much. It was too easy to make fun of him. It's too easy to crush him. So I have to, you know, get it, boil it down to the best of the best. Okay. And then, you know, then after that, just flow. Yeah, so, so you're not going to come with me uh, to Baltimore tomorrow, but um, I am going to Duke Claw Brewing. The Duke Claw Brewing Company. I am. I'm going to Baltimore for a book signing. My favorite author, who will be appearing uh, via Skype 
on, oh, our, nice. on our show. Some, yeah, sometime after his tour, he, um, he's going to be signing books down there. I, I always go and see him when he's doing book signings. So I figured like, fuck it. Well, I'm in Baltimore. Why don't I go to Duke law? Yes. So I tweeted at them and they're like, Hey, sure. Come on by. Down. So, so you have uh, an appointment. You have a personal appointment. <laughs> I have a personal o'clock. appointment at two o'clock, um, to go, to go like tour their, their fantastic brewery where the magic happens. All right. Well, say hi to everybody for me. Uh, if you, uh, if you bump into Morgan at Duke law, say hi to her for me. Morgan. Morgan. Okay. Yes. Director of sales. Okay. <laughs> Director of sales, Morgan. Got Director it. Sales, Morgan. I don't know anybody there, so <laughs> I don't know any other. I just know that they're awesome and they make really good beer. Yes. Uh, today, when I was when I was driving home from a uh, from a uh, wherever I was this morning, uh, mall, I. Uh, me and my friend Courtney, we stopped at, at the Wegmans to get beer, and she was she was looking at the Dewclaw section. I was like, "You should get Dirty Little Freak," you and should. and she did. And she texted me like as soon as I left her house, she's like, "This shit is amazing. Yeah, it's like it? dessert. It is like coconut, coconut, uh, coconut, like chocolate, chocolate and caramel. Yes, how can you beat that? No, you can't. So uh, so she was trying Dirty Little Freak. Are and you, I, I said, hold on. Are you going to be able to get back? Because I, I that's how I imagine it. You could go in. Hey, Samantha, <laughs> I'm not sorry, Min couldn't be here. He had to wrap today. Um, you know, it's like, um, oh, you know, like, hey, um, I start the tour, uh, <laughs> and they hand you a glass. They're like, taps are open. I am not driving. So, okay, good. Uh, Take so- whatever you want and enjoy, <laughs> you know, enjoy the magic of the Duke Law Brewing Company. Good luck. Yeah, no, I'm not driving, so uh, I'll be able to get back. But okay. I'm also like, my appointment is at two o'clock. The book signing is at seven. I'm at least going to be sober for the book signing, right. so uh, I'm not, I'm not going to be like drinking. Yes, but I might go down the day after you. They're doing that beer run. Yeah, they're, they're, you're they're, welcome to come if you want to take another trip to, to Bel Air, <laughs> Maryland. If I just want to keep driving to Baltimore every single yeah, day of the week, I'm just saying. Uh, I, I might. I think I'm going to go down. I might actually. Yeah. And you know, you'll, you'll be homies with everybody by then. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's true. I, I might as well just. Um, I might as well just uh, just move to Baltimore at this point. Right. So, well, have fun. I'm jealous. Yeah, I'm, I'm jealous. actually like I've never um, I've never been. On. I've never been. Uh, sorry, I was I was tweeting somebody our our link. Oh, nice. Um, I was never. Uh, I've never been on like a brewery tour. I've been on like wine tours, like yeah. in, in wineries, but I've never been on an actual like brewery tour. The brewery tours are more fun because they have those big like copper <laughs> vats. Yeah, shit. I've like never been been on one, so I'm like super excited to see like the process of yes. it and you know the whole and the whole night. And they love you, so they love us. Yeah, they well. So uh, so yeah, so uh, so Baltimore tomorrow. Yeah, and so who's uh, this author? You're going Christopher to Moore. Yeah, he um. His name's Chris Moore. Chris Moore. The um, last. The last. The last gentleman that I cried in front of, his name was Chris Moore. That's weird. I know. It's a long story. Okay. Um, I, um, <laughs> Not so Sunday Jeff asked that. Isn't Will Smith a white rapper? I saw I, I briefly yes, is. glazed over that one. Um, he is, he's a white rapper, but everyone knows how much I love the, the song Wild Wild West. Yes. I um, Christopher Moore is a... Uh, an author he does like absurdist fiction okay so it's very humorous and he's actually started his books with disclaimers like uh you know this this book contains heinous fuckery and debauchery on every level and and to me that like you know he started one with a a disclaimer like this is not the book you give to your grandmother oh okay and um some of his his most famous book i would say is a book called uh lamb the gospel according to biff christ's childhood pal and it's all about the gospel of biff christ's 
childhood pal, which, oh, okay, which okay. was left out of the Bible right. because it's filled with <laughs> yeah. sex and fuckery. And it takes place in the years between when, when like Jesus was like 10 and when he's 30. Right. You know, so it's, it's all about this it, adventure uh, they go on. Sounds right up your alley. Sounds it's, very much like you. It's that. like hysterical. And he writes all these great books. So he has a new book out called The Serpent of Venice, which um, is a sequel to his book called Fool, which is basically King Lear told from the fool's perspective, okay. which is a very interesting idea. And so I, I tweeted at him about, you know, coming on the show or yeah. doing like an interview with me while I was down there. And he's like, oh, my voice is killing me. Like I'm, I'm on tour and like I'm losing my voice. He's like, so I'm trying not to talk much as opposed to when I'm speaking. And uh, he's like, but I would love to do a Skype interview with you guys. Okay. And I was like, well, fuck Done. it. We got these cameras now. So shit, let's Done. do it. Come to so, Jersey, man. Sit down at the table. Yeah, well, he's going to be in New York on Thursday. Okay. But I'm going to Baltimore because I, yeah. I want to go to the brewery. Baltimore. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, well, have have fun without me. I will. I'll send you pictures along the way okay. so you can be, like, super jealous. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, shoot, man. Wish I could go. Well, I'll, I'll figure something out. <laughs> well, you know, I have a feeling we'll be back. This won't be the first. Yeah, no. And, um, you know, they, they've promised us things in the future. So, uh, yeah. So we're we're gonna just kind of keep pimping them out, you know, probably in, until the day we die. Yes, absolutely. I mean, unless they keep sending us stuff. <laughs> Shit, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna say no to 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 do claw. Yeah, but the last beer they sent us, uh, uh, Neon I, Gypsy, I, Neon Gypsy IPA. Uh, I've I've uh, I've kind of like my Gatorade bucket, my champagne. <laughs> like uh, I I did a half marathon last weekend. Yeah, a full this weekend. Uh, after each race, I celebrated with the Neon Gypsy. Nice. Tell us, tell us about the uh, the marathon. You want to hear about the marathon? I want to hear. I want to hear about the marathon. All right, I did the Pittsburgh marathon. You the did full freaking marathon. You did. How much money did you raise? Uh, we raised close to a grand. Okay. Um, we were hoping for two, but um, it's tough, man. You ever had to try to raise money? Um, no, I haven't actually. I can imagine it's like probably damn near impossible. It sucks. Yeah, it sucks, especially in like a recession where people yeah. are like hoarding their money. I'm, tr- uh, I'm trying. I'm trying. To, um, what I want to do is, you know, you're, you give out the goodness of your heart. I'm trying to give back. So yeah. uh, I'm going to be doing more of these for Kevin's charity, the Wayne Foundation. So I want to know, stop uh, uh, human domestic, sex trafficking, domestic human sex trafficking. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I know it's tough. Like you want to donate. You don't really get anything back. You get good feeling. You get good karma back. You do. But you want something tangible. So, uh, you know, so what I offer is you donate something. Like, I'll send you a signed photo. Okay. You know, that's not something everybody could get. Yeah, exactly. It's something that you you can you get in the mail. It's kind of fun. So I love getting mail. Yeah. Except so when it's like bills. That's what I've been doing. So <laughs> yeah. So we raised uh, about a thousand dollars. Okay. And um yeah, full marathon. You've done it before. I've done it before. I've done it twice. I don't know why I keep doing them. <laughs> I am in such pain right now. Oh man, I I, I never got that feeling after a marathon. You felt good? Well, yeah, like the next day I felt like amazing. I mean, I remember after my second marathon, I did two yoga classes in the morning and I was like gold. Wow. I I I'm walking right now like an 80-year-old person. Like it's no joke. I can um I need one of those things that like whisks me upstairs like gremlins, <laughs> yes, like that old yes, bag and Yes, yes. Cuz um I'm just I'm I'm hurting. Okay. I'm limping. How uh, how was the course? Uh, the course was tough. Okay. Pittsburgh if hills. Any, any oh yes. Okay. Hills. If anybody's from Pittsburgh, uh, you know you know what you're talking about. Um, it's a very hilly terrain. Uh, there is one section at mile twelve where it's like the whole mile is is it uphill. It's on an incline. Is it like a gradual incline or like a steep incline? It's somewhere in between. Okay. I wouldn't say you know it's not like ninety degrees up. But <laughs> it's like forty five. Okay. 
and it's oh, it's terrible. It's, it I don't for a mile. That's terrible. I don't mind hills, but I don't. You know, it's tough. When, when you're doing twenty, <laughs> like when you're doing twenty six point two miles, you obviously want more flat and downhill. Yeah, you know, which obviously you can't have a downhill without an uphill. Yeah, generally speaking. Yeah. So um, so I had to drive to Pittsburgh. Uh, I took some of my team members with me. So that was cool. That was yeah. kind of like a little road trip. Um, uh, I um, I had a team member who I, I kind of met before. But I didn't know much about her. Um, she is a teacher at a local high school. And so the whole way we were driving over there, she was telling me she has a film class. Okay. And I'm like, really? I'm like, man, I wish – like I never had a film class in, in really? high school. Yeah, did you? You had a film class? I had it. I didn't take it though. Why would you not take it? You had to watch movies all day. I don't know because um, the teacher was weird and it actually turns out that he was a um, pedophile. <laughs> he got busted. <laughs> he is in jail right now. Yes. For pedophilia. Yes. What? Hold on. Hold the phone. So like, – did you have a class he put, with him? I did not. I didn't take the class because he you was had weird. I've heard stories though. Yeah, I mean, people would be like, "Oh, so and so is a weird teacher." And then um, I think it was it was the year after I graduated, like a story broke that apparently some some kid, actually somebody I knew, yeah. um, had like kind of busted him. I guess he he like ratted him out because um, he um, it, it was like I guess he was videotaping him and he like made him take off his shirt and put um. Nipple clamps and clothespins on his nipples. At that point, like, you know, I'll, I'll take out my shirt for anybody. I don't care. <laughs> but, like, the nipple clamps, like, that's when I'm out of there. Yeah. So, uh, so needless to say. So boys. He was into young, young boys. He was into young boys. Oh, okay. Um, and, uh, he did this on school property. Not that it matters. Obviously, yes, he did it on school property. <laughs> property and, um, mm -hmm. wow. Okay. So, uh, so, yeah, no, I didn't take that class. Okay, well, thank God you didn't. <laughs> I mean, like, not like I would have been his type. But uh, I did not take that the the film That's, film editing class in in my school. He slipped through the screening and all that somehow. Well, I feel like some people like are normal, and then you know they they just kind of right. You had a pedophile. They just kind of snap. Um, so I was like, "What kind of films do you show in your class?" She's like, "Oh, we show like Goodfellas and Kill Bill Part One and Two. I'm like, "That's fucking awesome! <laughs> That's amazing!" I'm like, "That's freaking awesome! Like, I would I, I would kill to be in a class like it's that. amazing. Like Tarantino. I'm like, well, um." My my sister was going to be absent. She's a teacher. She's a sixth grade teacher. Yeah. She was uh, she was going to be absent for like a week because she was like undergoing like a, a surgery. Right. And like she was like, "What should I show?" And I forget what the first movie was, but the second movie was Iron Will. That movie about like you know uh, like the the Huskies and like the Iditarod, I guess right. it is. Mm -hmm. And I was like, "That movie is like from 1993, and it sucked. Yeah. Like you're going to show them Iron Will? Yeah, and I would like." fucking mutiny you when you came back yeah and then maybe on thursday i'll show him cool runnings about the jamaican bobsled <laughs> yeah like i was just like iron will like are you serious like, that's you, like yeah. your choice can't you you know how about iron man well right? she <laughs> she said well she said she's like when i'm in the classroom with them and showing them a movie i'll show them like the avengers or something like that she's like but when there's like a different teacher here she has to show them like aquila and the bee oh right and i'm like that's like terrible like a whole week of having to deal with that yeah that's, so, so I mean, could you imagine like Kill Bill and uh, you know like um, I, I'm like wait, these are kind of like violent movies. Like I could see like maybe an uptight parent yeah. being coming down on you. I'm like, how did you how how did you get that past the school where you're gonna show them Goodfellas? Yeah, she's like, oh, I sent all the kids home with um, a, like it was a permission slip basically. I feel like parents probably just signed it, not even realizing what yeah. it was. I was like, that's all. That's great. Yeah, like a parents slip. parents these days just sign shit and don't even care. Yeah, I don't know. And, and I'm like, um, were there any movies that were rejected? She was like, yeah, like uh, you know, like Brokeback Mountain and like Pulp Fiction. Okay. And I'm like Pulp. 
Like they were doing poems, like well, there is like like a homeless, like a gay rape scene in that movie. I guess. Yeah. So apparently, apparently in this school, violence Brown's is okay, is but gay sex yeah, is gay not. Sex, no, not not, not okay in, not okay. in whatever school she teaches yeah, in. Which you know, and I was like, no pulp, like pulp freaking changed my life, man. Like it was inspiring, and so yeah, I thought that was cool though. Okay. I thought that was cool. So uh, uh so we get down there. Uh, Pittsburgh's cool. Uh, one night we're uh, the night we get there, we're looking for somewhere to eat. Now, I have a question because I honestly forget. Pittsburgh versus uh, the Rangers. Were they playing game one? It was that night. So Were they playing in Pittsburgh or at the Garden? No, they were in Pittsburgh. Okay, okay. I couldn't remember, like, honestly, where they started. What's that joint called? The Mellon Center or whatever? Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. It used to be called the Igloo. The the fucking Sidney Crosby Suck Center? uh, Yes, yeah, that one. (laughs) Uh, Which is cool. I get in there, like, everyone's wearing Penguins gear. It's, like, full out. But you didn't go to the game. No, I didn't. No, I, I don't play off money, dude. I ain't got no playoff money. You're like a celebrity. Yeah, yeah. What? I, what do I uh, do? Do am I driving a Tesla? And do I look like I got money falling out of my ass? No. <laughs> I do not have playoff money. I have regular season money, perhaps. Like maybe playoff money. I feel like you probably could have got cheap tickets. Uh, no, I don't. I don't think so because okay. Pittsburgh is a hockey town. Okay, bar none. Pittsburgh is a sports town. Yes. Steelers, pirate. They hung with the Pirates yes. all those years during the losing seasons. And and hockey, hockey, and um, and the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Pittsburgh Penguins are actually two decent teams. Oh yeah, um, yeah. you know, yeah. So it's you know, Penguins jerseys everywhere. Uh, even at the, like the rest stops, you saw. Yeah. I saw. I mean, that was the same thing when I went to New Orleans. I, I got there on a Saturday. They played on a Sunday. Yeah, everybody was Saints. already wearing the yeah. Saints shirts on the Saturday. I like that. I'm actually kind of jealous. Yeah, because, I you know, I agree completely. I'm, I'm jealous. I'm a Devils fan, and you don't. There's, the, I mean, let's be honest. The fandom for the Devils is not that rabid. Well, I was gonna say, even like, I mean, even New York, which is, you know, the Rangers. I feel like New York is such a big city right. that you don't re- like. Obviously, Pittsburgh is smaller than than sure, New York, sure. so you kind of feel it a little bit more. But like New York, when you walk around, you know, you don't necessarily get like the Mets or the Yankees or like. Every person walking around isn't wearing, like, you know, team team affiliated uh, gear. New York, I mean, New York is popular everywhere, which is why. It's well, and that's, but that's the thing. Like, I feel like so many people are like, New York is so big, and there's so many people that you know. Even though most of the city is like supporting somebody, yeah, um, you don't necessarily feel it as much as like a smaller town like Pittsburgh or when I was in New Orleans. You know, yeah, or you know, Boston's very much like yeah, that Boston, Boston's yeah, huge exactly. Sports town. I got, I got a little jealous. Yes, I got a little jealous. I've, I've had that feeling. Yeah, it's like the devils are not not like that. I I always Which said I always said that if I moved to New Orleans, I would I would become a Saints fan just oh, to sure. just to participate in that <laughs> feeling, um, and I would completely sell out the Cowboys. Uh, but yeah, um, so first night we're there. I'm looking for somewhere to eat. We go to this place called Burgatory. Yeah, that's Burgatory. like an awesome name for for a place. Yeah, that sells it was, burgers. It was, yeah, it was like uh, their motto was like heavenly shakes, uh, like devilish burgers or something like that. Or, How coy. Yeah, so uh, I got in there and um, I'm looking at the menu, and the first thing that they have are milkshakes. Okay, They're like milkshakes. I'm like, all right, you know, milkshakes, whatever, not a big deal. Every every decent burger joint will have milkshakes. Yeah, the milkshakes they had there, uh, you could order versions with alcohol in them. Okay, I was to say you you did. Um... I posted the menu on Instagram with a caption as "Decisions, Decisions," um, and the one that I gravitated 
toward was uh, called like uh, Old Grandpa's Milkshake. It had freaking bourbon in it. Okay. Bourbon. I, I was just saying. I love I, bourbon. I, and then I saw you also had a Nutter Butter one, which would like fucking kill me. Yes, it would. But if you like peanuts, uh, it, they in the shake, they put crushed up Nutter Butter, like the cookie. Like, like Okay. Like, they grinded that shit up, put it in the milkshake. It was crazy. Um, the one I should have gotten was called the Apple Pancakes and Bacon. Uh, it had uh, gala apple and caramel vodka with caramelized apple pancakes and bacon. If you're scratching your head right now, you're not ready for this one. But trust us, it's oh so good. <laughs> yes. Okay. Caramel vodka. Okay. And a milkshake. Okay. It I mean, was, I think I can get behind that. You can get booze and a milkshake. You can totally get behind that. Yeah. I mean, like, I think that's that's okay. And there's that whole joke in Pulp Fiction. Like, $5 shake. Like, you know, they don't put no bourbon in it yeah. or nothing. They put bourbon in my shake. But it probably wasn't $5. It was 8 bucks. So okay. not, that, not, not, that, not that bad. You know, three I love the way you just like had the number. It was $8. I was, was, was I was so fucking stingy when I was paying that yeah. bill. Yeah. Uh, and I had the bur- burgers were amazing. Okay. Uh, uh, if you're in the Pittsburgh area, I think they're Burgatory. Burgatory. Okay. Uh, you know, appropriate pre-race carbo loading. Yes. And um, yeah, that I tried both shakes. They were I'm, – I'm having – I'm still having like – dreams about them that's how good they were <laughs> that's how good we were uh you know next morning i go out my usual uh, i go out for you know coffee look up my mm-hmm. usual coffee joints uh, joints like the good ones yes find a couple of those um so it was cool uh yeah when you do the marathon you go pick up your packet mm-hmm. the day before and there's a whole expo it's like cramped and now marathon packet pickup is a lot more like you have to show four forms of id and well, security sure. and they check your running sneakers for bombs yes and uh, and you know it's a big uh, merchandising opportunity too. Merchandising, like merchandising. Hello, get your get your gel here. Get your shoes here. Yeah, yeah. they're expos. Yes. Um, and then uh, then pre race dinner. What did you? I have a pre race dinner, so that's why I'm. I'm What's asking. your pre race dinner? What do you? What? How do you feel up before a grueling run? Such um, as I actually never really eat much, so it's not like I like carb load. Um, and I definitely don't eat like hamburgers and fucking alcoholic shakes. Like I stay away from that hey, shit. Until after the marathon. Um, generally the night before I uh, – it's pasta and chicken. Like a big a big thing of pasta. Yeah. Um, no sauce. Never like – No al- sauce? Never like an Alfredo sauce. I mean – Butter? You put some butter on that? A little. Okay. A little butter. Um, you know, maybe like throw some like olive oil yeah. you know, in the pot, See, whatever. This is probably why you run like twice as fast as – Probably. I I'm not like is loading I, myself I, down I, with I'm, alcoholic shakes yeah, and like Alfredo and sauce. you're eating like dry pasta. Uh, like, yeah. I basically eat dry pasta with like basil like, leaves sprinkled yeah, over like it boiled and chicken. chicken. And um, always frozen yogurt. Yeah. Always a bowl oh, nice. of frozen. Yeah, I always treat myself every night during marathon training. I always treat myself to the end of the night frozen yogurt. I treated myself too. Yeah, <laughs> apparently the I can see. Milkshake. Yeah. Um, um, so that was my pre-race dinner. Yeah, the problem is that uh, you're staying in a in a in a town where they're running a marathon with over twenty thousand people. So when you go out to dinner, everything's like a two-hour wait. Well, I also um, when whenever I I go for a marathon, I make sure I get a hotel that has a uh, kitchen in it. Smart. Yeah, so I bring my Smart. own food and I make my own food because I'm like Smart. anal like that. Like I need to do this. Smart. It's just like my my thing. I'm not entirely convinced I can get the meal I want unless I make it myself. Right. So I always when I Smart. when I did the Philly marathon, I stayed in a hotel which yeah. was right by the race line and it had a kitchen in it. And it you was like made perfect. your own you made your own dry pasta. <laughs> made my own dry depressing pasta with like basil leaves like on it. Like poached chicken. And yeah. <laughs> yes. All right, that's smart. Yes. I did not do that. I jumped obviously, to the restaurant, restaurant obviously. trying to find 
a weight that was less than two hours. Could not find one. And then I kind of pulled up on my on this list. Uh, there was this speakeasy and gastropub that I okay. wanted to go to. So I called them and I'm like, hey, are you guys swamped? They're like, no, man, we're slow. Come on down. So <laughs> We're slow. Come on so, over. So you know, I follow my iPhone. We get there and it's not in like the greatest neighborhood, but I'm like, whatever. Did you get your ass kicked? I did not get my ass kicked. Okay, well, no, uh, no. So we go in. It turns out to be, uh, they're like, all right, we got a dining room, but we have live music in the basement tonight. Would you like to sit down there? I'm like, yeah, man. Like, Fuck yeah. Out, turns out to be a jazz speakeasy. With an like, awesome beer list, apparently. An awesome beer list. That's another thing. Night before, I don't drink beer. Yeah. I mean, generally speaking, I, when I, when I marathon train, I don't drink at all during training, which is like kind of gotten a little ridiculous because generally speaking, you marathon train for months. Right. Um, but uh, the night before, especially, even though it is carbs, yeah. I don't do it. I drink water. So when I was in Philly, we were going to all these awesome Philly bars. Yeah. And, and I was drinking water. I was so tempted. Wow. Yeah. That's discipline. Uh, I drink water as well, but uh, we get down to this, you know, it's like this basement, and it turns out it's a freaking jazz club. Okay. It was like, um, there was, a, it was a four-piece band, dude on a keyboard. What was the name of this bar in Pittsburgh? Uh, it was called the James Street Gastropub and Speakeasy. Okay, so if you're in Pittsburgh, go there. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, this is the, the jazz club, food can't be that good. It was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. It was, so this would interest you. I'm sitting there, and uh, I don't know. We start talking about future trips that we're taking. Okay. I mentioned that I'm going to New Orleans in December. Fuck you. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Thanks yeah. for – thank you. Thank You're you. dead to me in December. Yeah. Don't, don't even try and get me to pod and in the, December. The dude You're dead to, to me. me is like, are you talking shit about New Orleans? Like he's a huge dude too. Nice. I'm like, no, 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 I'm like, no, no, no this, sir. No, this sir. guy is my man. I'm like, no, I'm saying I'm going there. I'm looking forward to going there and, and seeing your <laughs> fine culture and – uh you know, because I'm from, you know, he's like, I'm, I'm from New Orleans. I just moved up here four months ago. Oh, God. Terrible choice. And Terrible uh, choice. I'll, I'll, and I'm like, wow, that's great. And he's like, you know what? This place, this place that we're at right now reminds me of home. Oh. I'm like, really? I was like, how so? I was like, well, with the jazz and the atmosphere, it's like home. Uh, I just had uh, shrimp and grits, which, which um, you know, you wouldn't think they would get right in freaking Pittsburgh. They got it right. Oh, so. it was it was funny. Speaking of New Orleans food, I was watching. I think I, I mentioned this like two weeks ago. I was watching that diners drive-in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, and they had uh, this place was featured that I ate at in New Orleans. And I, I don't know, God, like shit. I was probably getting my like fucking period or something. I was super emotional, and like, <laughs> and they're showing them like making the like this jambalaya dish, which I actually ate. Like, I ate that dish. Start and crying. I like started tearing up. I was like, I just want to be in New Orleans again. You started crying a little bit. Like, I got a little teary eyed. Um, I, uh, I gotta admit, I, I miss New Orleans a little bit more than, than I should. Yeah. Yeah, so that was cool. So he started. Yeah, we were like, "Well, you know, where should I go? Do you have any restaurant recommendations?" He's Lafitte's. Like, Lafitte's. He was just like, "You can't." He's like everywhere. Can't did, go wrong. Did he name any places? He didn't. He said, "You can't go wrong." Okay. Yeah. So, so that was any cool. place. Uh, then the jazz band starts up. Okay. So four piece. I'm band not band. a big jazz fan. Oh my god, it was amazing. I'm not a big jazz. It was fan. amazing. There's dude on keyboard. Uh, dude with the upright stand up bass. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude playing the bongos. And then later on, they brought up this little Japanese girl to play the sax. It was it was amazing. I felt, did you did you connect with the little Japanese girl? I, a little bit. You know, we may or may not have made some eye contact. No, I, hashtag pray for Debbie. Yes. No, no, idiot. no. She was an amazing saxophone. She's probably like sixteen. She was amazing. Oh, that's even worse. She was an amazing musician. Okay. And it was like freaking cool, you know. And you know, I'd never been to a place like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't, we don't have places like that in New Jersey. Yeah, so it reminded me of uh, this, the Simpsons quote. 
they they kind of they make fun of the Cosby Show. So I found the clip. So here it is. You see, the kids, they listen to the rap music, which gives them the brain damage. With their hipping and the hopping and the bipping and the bopping, so they don't know what the jazz is all about, you see? Is that better Bill Cosby than me? Uh, yes. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, 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 that's all I could I was about. actually wondering, like, how this, like, outline was going. It was pre-race dinner, swamped, ending up at jazz club with awesome beer list, vinyl album, menu covers, oh. the jazz period, Cosby show. Yeah, and I'm like, like what, the what the fuck does the Cosby show have to do? Like, yeah. I followed the rest of it. Yeah. But, like, what the fuck does the Cosby show have to do with it? So, so now I, you know. I'm glad that I cleared and that And, yes, up. their menu, their menu, the cover was... Was album covers. That's awesome. Jazz album covers. That's so awesome. Big ups to the, the James Street. So, so you have um, you have pre-race rituals. Well, I only have one pre-race ritual. Is it the same as mine? It is. You, I copied I, it off you. <laughs> I gave Ming, um, I, and this isn't even just for marathons. This is half marathons. I the you first time. The first time I did this was actually for just a four mile race and it completely, you know, your nerves kind of get going. Like, you know, you never know how a race is going to go. Even yeah. like a 5k, you never know how a race is going to go. Right. And um, there's one song that I listen to. It's. The Bear McCreary one? Bear McCreary, Prelude to War. It's from Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Um, and I'm a huge score listener. So this was was kind of my jam. And I I don't know why I started listening to it that day. It's freaking pop-up music, man. I was going to say, I think like I was kind of just a little nervous about this four-mile race I was doing. It was the first time I was doing a race that was longer than 5K. And I just I put on my headphones and I sat, it was in a Nomahegan Park in Cranford, New Jersey. And I sat down, like, they have, like, this beautiful lake and river that runs through there. And I sat down on the side of the river. And I just popped on my headphones, closed my eyes, and, like, complete, like, meditated yeah. to this. Mm-hmm. So that is something I do. I remember um, before the Philly Marathon, we, uh, or was it, it was, it had to be a different, different race. I uh, was driving into Philly at like 4 a.m. or 5 in the morning for this race. Yeah. And, um, you ever had, like repeat? I had, no, I had my headphones on. Or no, I probably had it playing through the car speakers. And I had my eyes closed. I was sitting Indian style on, um, the passenger seat. And my boyfriend, who was driving me, um, at the time, he, I guess he was coming up to a toll and it didn't automatically like go through. Like right. it had like a, a bar that needed to be raised. And it didn't automatically go through and he slammed on the fucking brakes. I remember I like hit the dashboard really hard. Like even with my seatbelt on, I like, hit the dashboard. I was Ooh. like, what the fuck? I was like meditating. Yeah. But that is my pre-race that, ritual. That snapped you out of it. Yeah, that, that definitely did not set me up for a uh, for a good marathon. Yeah, so you sent me this thing as before. I think your second marathon, where you make a list of yes, that is uh, that's twenty-seven items. Uh, one item for each mile that you run. That you yeah, think about one one person or one item yeah. or one thing. Um, yeah, that so, so so if you ever kind of lose confidence while you're running, yeah. you. Uh, and I obviously memorized the list and I carry it with me. Not that I have time to whip out a list while I'm running. I've done it. I do. Um, I, I did do it. I, did. I, I mean, I don't stop when I'm running, even if I have like leg cramps. I don't stop. I cramps. can run and whip out something so, from my <laughs> whip out shit. I can whip shit out while yeah, I'm running. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I memorized the list and, uh, and, uh, you know, so, so each, each mile I run for a different person. Yeah. Um, and you know, it starts out like my first mile, one to two, I ran for like forced gump, you know, it was something like ridiculous. Yeah. Um, it can be anything, obviously. And the last point two miles, I always put it for myself yeah. because you know, it's the littlest amount, but it's the most important. But then, you know, each, each mile in between there is for somebody I love significantly. Right. So I'm going to give you half my list. Here. Okay. Give me All half right. your list. So which, and, and making the list is, as- it's hard. 
it's uh it wasn't it, it's not that for, hard. for me it was hard there was there's a lot of people i don't love so <laughs> it's not that hard and i do every mile I whip if i forget i'll whip it out and um can you stop saying the phrase whip it okay, out I, I like, will, it's like kind of irking right, me I, I, when i forget you know when you, i pass a mile you take marker, the list out I, of your pocket I take the list out of my pocket gently <laughs> and i look at the item i've written on there is that better thank you. <laughs> thank you all right so usually number one i always put uh is like listen you're here enjoy the moment you know that uh, this is something a lot um, a lot of people don't get to do. Just freaking like you know, yeah. I know you're nervous and all amped up. Yeah, freaking st- stop that. Shit. Calm down. Calm down. Enjoy it. That's for the whole for that mile. Yes. Enjoy the moment. Uh, number two, my wife Debbie Debbie Chen. Think about your so wife. you do it differently. You do it like so. Like my first to second mile is for like the least important person for a scump. Okay. My like twenty five to twenty six mile. Is for the most important yeah, when person. Yeah, you're all loopy and, and yeah, when you can't even fucking remember who people are. Right. Uh, number three, my two kids, William yes. Harrison. Uh, number four, my dead brother, Andy. Uh, number five, my mom, my mom and dad. Uh, number six, my in-laws, my two in-laws. Number mile seven. That's a good one. Mile seven. I always dedicate. Uh, ever since I started doing this, to Samantha Q. Samantha Q. Samantha, me. Mile seven is always Samantha Q. Me. And uh, you know, I change it up a little bit, but this time it's Samantha Q, our crazy podcast, which we, you know, which yes, we didn't I have saw that. I was like, last, I was, uh, I, I like loved seeing that. Yeah, you know, your craziness, which is inspiring, and you know, you, which you got a mile. I think you were mile, um, which like I do my twelve, I think. Or ten, I can't. You no, know, you were like fifteen or something. Oh, nice. I, I do mine backwards. Yeah, remember, like, like so. That. So mine is like I think I did like all like my local yogis who like helped me train yeah. um, the the people I worked with at my job, and then I think it was you because obviously I lump you all together into one big group. Yeah, now for me, I always put you in mile seven. I don't. It's tradition. At it's point. it's tradition that I'm mile seven. Okay, and, you know, mile seven kind of sucks. It's not, um, it's not a fun mile. I actually put somebody who I cared a great deal about at mile twenty because that's like my worst mile. Yeah. Um, and and you you do you have inspired me to run this distance. You've done it yourself, all by faster than me. Uh, there was one marathon I was going to wuss out of, and I wouldn't let and you. You wouldn't let me. That was a, a year ago. So uh, number eight, the Wayne Foundation and Jamie Walton, which was the reason yes. I was running this race in the first place. Uh, number nine, the the two people I was running with on my team. I just need to interrupt you while I'm looking at this tweet. Michael Gaines. Yes. Uh, um. Apparently, he's a huge score listener. Huge Battlestar Galactica fan. Yes. Galactica fan runs to Prelude of War oh, nice. in No Mohegan Park. So like oh, wow. awesome. Let's go running one day. Yes, absolutely. Unless you're like a fucking psychopath and I don't want to ever meet you. Uh mile ten, Samantha Aurelio, who uh if you've listened to the yes. show or any of these Smodco Little Sam. Shows, uh I am inspired by her. Uh, she just kinda packed up and moved to LA to pursue her dream. That's that's inspiring. Um and she's gonna be running a half marathon later on. She is, yes. which hopefully we'll be running with her. Uh, I've committed. Yes, I'm going to be doing that. She's signed up everything. So nice. So, so hey, I, I should sign up. Is what you're telling anybody me. Anybody want to run a uh, rock and roll Philly with us on September 21st? Come on down. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna run it. Apparently, we're run it. <laughs> Before uh, we sign up. Number eleven, uh, Lisa Lisa Schneider, who uh, the girl who I changed. Remember, I changed her tire. Yeah, and we became friends. She uh, she ran a half marathon the day before. Oh, good also for her. Inspiring. Uh, number twelve. Pray uh, for Debbie, my coach Tim, and the Power of One team. Who uh, my who train who my trainer. Yes. I have a, I have a long distance trainer. Yes, you do. And number thirteen, comic book men. You know, a yes. blessing. A blessing. A definite blessing. So a blessing. Half my. That's the. That's. Half I my I life. loved it seeing that. It's always you know. Um, 
somebody told me to do the same thing for my second marathon. Yeah. I didn't do it for my first marathon. And, uh, you know, I was, I was so happy because it really, it makes you sit down and think about like what's important and who's important. Yeah. And, you know, it's good when you're running it because when, when you're running that, that far, you're kind of alone. Even if you're listening to music, you're kind of alone with your oh, thoughts. Yeah. So it, it kind of gives you something to focus on. Yes. Um, and like I said, you know, obviously when I got to mile 20, I knew who it was for. I obviously knew who all of them were for, but 20 meant 20 a little, big. yeah, 20 meant a little bit more to me because that's when I thought I was going to hear you want this. I'm ready. Okay. You're ready. I'm ready. Uh, do you have a bottle opener? I do. Okay, good. Uh, so, so 20, 20 definitely, uh, meant a little bit more to me and, uh, <laughs> 20 definitely meant a little bit more to me. And then, you know, I mean, like I had my, my parents on there, my sister. Um, yeah, it's cool. I, I've noticed, I'm actually noticing a lot of my friends in my personal life, um, they are taking on the half marathon distance. They are. It's apparently, I read an article last year that the half marathon distance is like the most uh, increasing, like popular distance to run. Yeah. Personal- because, because yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's not a marathon. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, and a lot of people, I mean, the, the, shit, the whole reason why I started training for a marathon was people always have run a marathon on their bucket list. Yeah. And I kind of like didn't have a bucket list. I'm like, well, shit, I'll just run a marathon because everyone else wants to run one. So why wouldn't I? Yeah. Um, but I feel like for people who, who maybe don't think they can run a marathon, like a half marathon is a really good bucket list yes. thing. And you'll know the minute you cross the finish line, if you're meant to run a marathon, yeah. you'll know. Yeah, although I'm, stu- I'm too stupid to uh, to know or not. <laughs> I but mean, I mean, when I ran a when I ran a half marathon, somebody said to me like, "Oh man, you ran you ran a half marathon. That's such an accomplishment." And my exact words were, "Well, it's half an accomplishment that's- because that was me saying that I wanted to run." The, uh, that's you in an, anyways, you're, it's never good enough for you. Oh God, it's never, never good, good enough, enough for me. Shit. When I was growing up, if I got like an A minus on a paper, yeah. my mother would be like, why wasn't it an A plus? Yeah. So it's never good enough for you. <laughs> God, it's, it's never good, good enough, enough for anybody. But I think, uh, for me, it's a perfect distance. It's double digits. It's a, it's an impressive yes. distance. It's not it's, easy. No, it's, it's a long distance. It's you an, you get it, up there, you yeah, know. It's definitely an accomplishment. So to all my friends or anybody listening who is, uh, who has done one or is going to attempt one or who wants to attempt one. Good, Good for you. you. And if you want advice, you know, I shoot. I want to come run it with you if yeah. possible. Definitely. Yeah, I like that's what I'm saying. Shit, if you live in New Jersey and you want to run with me, plan whatever you want to run with me. I'll come run with you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like I said, unless you're a fucking psychopath, then I want nothing to do with you. Yeah, and uh, you if know, you're gonna like, you know, kidnap me and like skin me and like keep me in a box in your basement, that's weird. Yes, and like and like make my skin into a lampshade. That's that's like fucking weird. That's like way past that, uh, the line. That's inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's not do that shit. That's inappropriate. So, um, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, so the race, uh, so these races, you've done this before where you got to get up fucking early. God, yes. The, usually the races start fucking early. Like because, six o'clock in the morning, seven o'clock yeah, in the morning. You got to clear traffic. After exactly. The race. So this one started at seven. I was up at four and, uh, <sighs> something in my eye. It's, it's never fun. Get up at four, uh, you know, go down to the race, you mm-hmm. know, you go down to the starting line and, um. It used to be where you could just kind of stroll in. Your friends could kind of hang out with you. Not anymore. Ever since Boston uh, and the bombing, not anymore. And it kind of sucks. Yeah. But, you know, what are you going to do? That's the world we live in now. That is, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I imagine in a few years, it'll go back down a little bit. Maybe. But uh, not anytime soon. I mean, Boston's still fresh in everybody's mind. Right. And, uh, you know, like. Right. And, uh, you know, first thing you do uh, before the you go to the bathroom. Yeah. Go to the bathroom. Otherwise, I mean, uh, there's no. Worst feeling, uh, uh, running and you gotta pee. 
Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't stop. Like I said, yeah. um, I also don't pee on myself though. So no, I've, there I've are like, some people who I've, will not stop and they'll wet their pants. Yeah, I've witnessed it. Uh, some old guy who was oh, running God. in front of me was like are pissing, pissing while he's, he was running. You saw like, like drops coming. Yeah, and his out, like, like his like pants. He was wearing like oh my God. like a light color pants, and like I saw it get like darker around. That's like, terrible. And I was just like, you know what? Like I actually had no judgment in that moment because I was just like, I mean, I had to pee, yeah. but like I wasn't stopping. No. I was just holding it. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I really had no judgment. I mean, people do it. I, I've never witnessed somebody shit themselves. That would be like horrifying for that, me. Uh, before I left, Walt Flanagan was like, uh, "Hey, you gonna shit yourself?" <laughs> I'm like, "No." He's like, "Come on, man. That's the ultimate commitment, right there." It's Good like, for Walt. It's so it's like you should shit and piss yourself. Good for Walt. Yeah, he should. He, he that's he want. He really, really wanted me to shit myself. Okay. And I didn't. It's a little I weird. Did, I did not shit myself. I mean, obviously, uh, Walt wants shit people myself. to shit on you in in 2019. Uh, it's not going to happen. 2019 has already happened, my friends. Join the revolution. <laughs> join, join no, the, don't join the revolution. Yeah, don't join the revolution. What the fuck are you talking about? Don't join the revolution. Join the new, the the, uh, the Neo-Ming dynasty. The, the Neo-Ming dynasty. Yeah, or else uh, you'll be subjected to a lifetime of pain. All right, anyways. So. Yeah, so, uh, um, yeah, go to the bathroom. Uh, there, um, I got recognized a couple times you know, in the bathroom line. I thought you were saying the bathroom. I was going to say, those are porta johns, yeah, so that's yeah, yeah, weird. Yeah, dude followed me in a porta potty. He's like, <laughs> yeah. hey, are you being chef from comic book man? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we'll line up and, uh, and you know, they start the gun and away we go. And, you know, there's that one moment before all that happens and you're just kind of like, what the hell am I doing here? Yeah. Like, I can't do this. Yeah. It's freaking 26 miles, but then you just. Mine, when I ran um, Philly, my, uh. Like I said, my boyfriend drove me, yeah. almost killed me on the way. Mm-hmm. And um, he, uh, he, um, we couldn't find parking, obviously, because all the roads were fucking closed. So he dropped me off on like the highway and I like ran up the exit ramp, which was closed, yeah. obviously. So, I mean, we had plans that he was going to meet me at mile one yeah. and mile like six and mile 13. Okay. And then he wasn't going to see me until the end. Um, so he even told me, he's like, I'll see you at mile six, but I'm probably not getting there for mile one. Um, because he obviously had to figure out a place to park. He right. had to like back, you know, he had to, to like drive somewhere. He was unfamiliar with Philly. And, um, so, I mean, it was my first marathon. I was, I was like crying in line, like warm, like, you know, in the, yes. in the corral, like I was like a little misty eyed, like, you know, whatever. And, um, and then the gun went off and, you know, my corral went off and I kind of was a little teary eyed then I got to mile one. And there he was. Oh, no, he made yeah, it. Yeah, he made it. Good and I swear to God, I'm like talking about it now and getting like misty eyed already. I swear to God, I fucking started sobbing one mile into one my mile. one like, mile in, close to fit. One, started. Started. one mile into my first marathon. I was already like sobbing my eyes out. <laughs> was, yeah, I was already like crying. And then I saw him again at mile six, started crying all over again. I think at like mile 11, yeah. like I thought like, oh, my God, I'm running a marathon, started crying again. Like I pretty much cried a lot during my first wow. marathon. Like I would laugh at you, but um, like the last one I finished, like I got. <laughs> I got a little misty near the end. I saw yeah. the freaking finish line. Like I, I, I thought yeah. I was gonna lose it. Yeah, I, I like start crying. I mean, I told you how I started crying at mile twenty six when "Go the Distance" yes. came on. So this time know. I started and at the starting, like people are going nuts. They're cheering. Like I got, I did. I got emotional at the start. I don't know why. Because it's it a was, big thing. It, I'm not. I'm not a crier though. You're not a pussy. I thought you were. Well, I mean, I, maybe I'm a pussy, but I don't. I'm not a crying pussy. Okay, but this time, like I got, yeah, I got emotional at the beginning, so which did, was weird because it didn't happen 
It's never, in any of it's your never, other. It's never happened before. Maybe you're becoming a woman. Have you started menstruating yet? I mean, are our cycles in sync? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe. You've been podcasting yeah, too much? Maybe. Perhaps. But yeah, I got a little emotional at the beginning. Like, usually, you know, it usually happens at the end. So that was. That was cool. I'm 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 getting a little like 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 misty. I think I know. I I cry pretty much all the time when I talk about my my past marathons. Yeah, it was weird. I, I just expect, I love I, I love that moment so much. I didn't expect you know, high fiving people, strangers. Yeah. You know, fucking like SARS. Um, um. So I go. Fans on the route. Yeah. So I go and uh, you know I feel great for the first. Did uh, anybody have a Ming Chen sign? No. Ah, uh, no you're not that famous sign. yet. But I would. Uh, you know, the fans line the route. Or people line the route mm-hmm. watching people go on. And yes. uh, yeah, there were a couple of times where I was feeling like shit. You know, yeah. it was because you'd only was, trained like thirteen miles. I did. You, typically, you do a long run. You do yeah. like eighteen, twenty, <laughs> 20 miles. The, be leading up to the marathon. Yeah. I did not do that. Okay, so I wasn't feeling that great. The the, whole, the course was tough. It okay, was a lot of hills. Uh, but I would go. You know, you'd be going through these towns, and you know, I would look around. I look at a dude, and a um, couple of times. Dude would look back and you're like, holy shit! Ming Chen! You start waving at me and that gave me a huge boost. There you go. So you said there was some some guy who like, dude who who encouraged well, you? Is that like just a general? Here's, here's the thing. Uh, first half went pretty well. Okay. Like I didn't feel great. Like I hit mile like eight. If you feel bad at mile eight, yeah. you're fucked. Yeah. I, yeah. At mile <laughs> like, eight, I was like, shit. man, I'm, I, at mile eight, I'm like, shit, maybe I started out a little too fast. I'm feeling a little tired and, and my quads started hurting and it, it they typically don't that early so i'm like fuck what's going on like maybe it's those bourbon milkshakes were not a good yeah, idea yeah maybe and it's like the amount of calorie intake i took like last night perhaps or perhaps a lack of training you know was not <laughs> a good that's, idea. that's like another idea so i you know i hit the first half they tell you where the 13.1 half of that marathon yeah. is and i'm like shoot i gotta do that again do yeah that's and the i've never fucking really worst. felt like that like the other ones i kind of started out slower and yeah. yeah i think i just started out too fast there were a number of factors it was hilly like i mentioned before and i'm like shoot man i gonna do this again so it, it yeah it i started hurting um so i i I, gr- I grind the rest of them out but you know if you hit like mile 16 which is a lot you're like shit i got another 10 mile 10.2 miles to yeah go. it's a lot mental mentally it's mentally a lot mentally it's a strain Mm-hmm. Um, you know, then you get to then you run a couple miles, you hit eighteen. You know, I got eight miles to go. Like eight yeah. miles is a lot. So the worst. That's why I said like twenty is always the worst for me because you yeah. know that you still have like six point two miles. Left. Yeah, you still six. Miles you still have left. a ten k that you got to yeah. do. Um, but I'm one of those people who like you know I encourage the people around me. So when I hit twenty miles, I'm like just a ten k to go, people. Yeah. So people probably like want to fucking spear the back of my head. Like yeah. listen to this bitch all chipper. She's got six more miles to run. Yeah, and to add insult to injury, um, this marathon they had uh, they offered a relay option where I think every four miles, you know, you run four miles yeah. and then someone else, you, a team member will oh, run another. And four. you didn't do that. I didn't know. I wanted to run Ob- the whole thing. Obviously, because you're not a pussy. But the not problem- the people who do realize they're pussies. No. Like, shit. I already imagine the fucking floods <laughs> coming through. Like, people are, like, no, tweeting no, no. us. A, a relay race is perfectly admirable. Yeah, no, no, no. But for you, obviously, you went into... Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the problem with that is... Uh, you know, I would have you- been on a relay race team with you. We've oh, talked, yeah. we've talked yeah, about but it. We don't need to be on a relay team. No, exactly. It we would can just, run the whole thing. Yeah, it would just be, like, something like, you know, to do a relay race. Yeah, we're fucking awesome, so... Yeah, well, but you know. the relay people I, had signs on them, and you know, since they're relay and they're all fresh legged and stuff, oh, yeah. they would just whip by you like it was nothing. Oh yeah, and like, like fresh fucking air. Yeah. You oh, just yeah. want to get caught in their draft that they're leaving. Yeah. So I I didn't hit a wall per se. A lot of people hit a wall where they around like eighteen twenty. Where they yeah where they don't want to go anymore. Yeah. I didn't hit a wall, but I uh, at mile twenty four 
Um, my calves started cramping up. And my old twenty four was when my knee gave out. Ooh. Yeah. That's yeah, that yeah, was my second that's marathon. Bad. That's the only time I cried during my second marathon Ooh, when my knee gave out. And it was not bad. tears of joy. It was tears of like fuck me. Something like a knee like that throws yeah. off your whole game. It's painful. Uh my calves felt like um I mean, my calves felt like someone was like grabbing them and freaking squeezing them as okay. hard as they could. And and um I was like shit. Like you could feel it coming on too. Feels like um, it feels like that, and it feels like um, you have um, it feels like there's something in your calves, like freaking just. Mm-hmm. Like, I know the feeling exactly. Sucked. Yeah, and uh, I'm prone. To, I'm prone to these calf. I, I've had them because you're Asian and you have little legs. It might be. And I was like <laughs> shit, and so I had to. I had to kind of limp. I was moving. Was, <laughs> limping. It was a. It was a a, a sl- much slower pace. Okay. And so I had to grind out the last two miles. I uh, get about mile 25, and yeah, some dude came up from behind me, passed me on the back. He's like, Ming, you got this. You got this. And he kept going. And yeah, I didn't know who he was. but That's he knew awesome. Who I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. He kept going, and uh, yeah, yeah, just like randomly. Oh, my God. Yeah, I didn't. There was at mile 25 of uh, the Philly Marathon when I did it, there was a sign, and I remember virtually every sign I saw um, because they they all meant so damn much to me. And there was a sign that uh, that said, you will want to run again. And I mean, I finished my run that day. I finished my marathon, yeah. and I went for a five mile run the next day You're because crazy. because I'm a fucking <laughs> lunatic. Because you saw but, that sign. Yeah, but I mean, like that was the thing. I wanted to make sure that I would run again. Yeah. And um, yeah, that was um, one of the most meaningful things. Yeah. So, dude, who patted me on the back? I don't know who you are. I hope we meet someday. Thank you, because that got me through the last mile. One. Good for mile. him. Oh and my then, god, that makes me so happy. Yeah. And then you know, once you hit the finish line, you know, there there people going nuts. Yes, and they give you those like terrible foil blankets that yeah, don't do see, shit for you seeing that end seeing that finish line is like one of the most god i cried <laughs> i'm not even kidding I, ming like you don't even you might like think you know what me looking like crying while running a marathon yeah. looks like you might have a picture in your head right. but my first marathon you have no idea how that shit looks it was just sloppy and sad, and there's pictures of me, and I look swollen. You, cry, you got puffy eyes. I got puffy eyes. I was just relieved. Yeah, because I, 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 yeah, I was in pain. I was in a lot of pain, and it was, a, it was, it was a grind. I am. Um, I always uh, like I was saying with the the marathon signs. I I remember every sign. Yeah. I really wanted my boyfriend to bring a sign that said, um, because <laughs> I'm a big How I Met Your Mother fan, and obviously Marshall's training to run a marathon, and yeah. he breaks like his foot or something, and Barney has to run the marathon. And, um, you know, one of the signs is like, you know, step one, start running. Step two, don't stop. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that was one sign I wanted. And, and at one point of that episode, which actually aired the day before I left for the Philly Marathon, which I was totally like, wow. like it was a rerun, yeah. but it was like airing on right. TV. And um, Marshall's in the mirror before he breaks his foot and um, he's encouraging himself and he's in the mirror going, we are Marshall, obviously, you know, like <laughs> yeah, reference yeah, yeah. there. Yes. And, um, I really, I told my boyfriend, I was like, if you're going to carry a sign, which he didn't, um, I told him, I was like, the only sign I want to say is we are Marshall yeah. and I'm going to be the uh, only one who understands it. Yeah. And, um, nobody made that no, sign no, we are for Marshall me. Sign. No, we are Marshall signs, but, uh, one day, hopefully I'll get that sign. Yeah. So, uh, Jamie Walton from the Wayne foundation, she had a video camera. So she, f- she filmed me finishing crossing the line, which was kind of cool. Did she run? She didn't run. Okay. I didn't know if she ran or not. No. Uh, but, uh, so I hit that finish line relieved. The dude next to me crosses, he collapses. Oh my God. Like I didn't, f- I wasn't that bad off. Oh yeah. I don't think I've ever felt that bad. But yeah. He, yeah, he went down 
And yeah. So the medical staff had to pick him up. Aw. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. good for him, though. He's still, he still know. finished, though. I actually, unfortunately for me, I was running a 5K and I witnessed somebody have a heart attack and die. Um, wait, 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 what? Mm-hmm. Where was this? Last year I was running a... Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> yeah. Last year I was... Not, this is not funny at all. Last year I was um, running a uh, 5K on January 1st. Yeah, it was like a New Year's, New Year's run. New Year's Day run. And um, there was a guy, I got to like mile mile three, the end of it, like close yeah. to the end of it, like right before the finish line. Right. And there was a guy on the ground and they were giving him CPR and there was a bike guy next to him. So I figured maybe somebody who was biking in the park, like hit him and, um, you know, didn't really think much of it. Like I, I thought, you know, he collapsed, whatever. The next day we got an email from like the guy who like, like created the race, like yes. sponsored the race saying that like, you know, our thoughts and prayers are with so-and-so's family. <laughs> if you'd like to come to like the wake, this is when it is. I was like fucking horrified. Like I was Holy like, shit, that dude died. He was like 80 years old. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean okay. like, it wasn't like he was like a 30 year old strapping gentleman. Like he was an 80 year old guy and it was fucking cold. So, uh, you know, I mean, I, not that I, I, I see what happened, but I mean, I see what happened. Um, but yeah, no. So I've actually witnessed somebody like die during a five yeah. k, and that's like a terrifying fucking thing. Is that how you want to go? Uh, running? Yes. No. That's how I want to go. Running? I don't know how <laughs> I want to go. Yeah, I'll, I'll do. I'll. End I of mean, a maybe. End of a marathon, like I got my medal, and then bam, dead. I mean, maybe that, that wouldn't be too bad. And I get buried with the medal. You buried with the yeah. medal, like wow. clutching it. Yes. Yes. Wow. So, uh, so what's next for you? Next, San Francisco. San Francisco Marathon, uh, July 27th. Okay. And then it. Chicago. Then Chicago, October and th- 19th. And yes. the same week that you were running Chicago, I will be running here in New Jersey. Oh, yes, you will. I'm going to sign up for the uh, Atlantic City Marathon. Okay. It's uh, it's in October. It's uh, the first half marathon I ever ran was Atlantic City. Yeah. I love Atlantic City. I practically grew up there. And, um, <laughs> practically. You did. Your, 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 your parents are uh, high rollers. <laughs> yeah, my mother's a compulsive gambler. Okay. Um, so I... Uh, <laughs> So, so I um I practically grew up there. I ran my first half marathon there. So I kind of want to go back and run the whole marathon. Like I kind of want to own that yeah. as my thing. You did own it though. You freaking you did it under four hours. Well, the Cape May. Okay. Yeah. Um. That was that was the Cape May marathon. So that's the thing. I obviously want to own it with like a really good fucking time. Yeah. But I want to like kind of own the whole Atlantic City thing. So I want to do the whole marathon. So that's what I'm gonna do the weekend. Uh, the same weekend that you're running Chicago. Shoot, I'd like to do that because you know once you finish AC, AC I'm at the buffet, man. I'm at the freaking <laughs> fuck uh, yeah. What's that joint called with the the uh, the Western theme, like the uh, what the which casino? Wild Wild West. Something like that. There's one with the casino. Uh, a uh, a stagecoach like Wild West. Theme. Yeah, it's yeah. it's Bally's Wild Wild West. Yeah, they got good. Which like, we don't have to sing Will Smith, but yeah, they, I mean, I'm totally doing it in my head. Right. They they have good. Uh, they have a, they have a shrimp cocktail. It's really okay. good. Like peeling shrimp. Okay. Like you know. Yeah. No. I. Uh, so so that's what we'll be running a marathon at the same time. Hey man, I got a spot over for San Francisco if you want to. Yeah, that's uh, San Francisco's gonna be all hills. Sorry, no. I don't care. Yeah, I, I do. I, I, I don't <laughs> good, care. I yeah, yeah. Good luck with your hills in San I Francisco. Conquered Pittsburgh. So four hours thirty eight minutes, my official time. Four hours thirty eight minutes, uh, thirty eight seconds. Okay, not my best, not my worst. Not your worst, but um, you know, for for lack of training, a difficult course, you know that an unfamiliar course. Yeah, yeah. that's that's not bad at all. You're, you're like boozing it up. Yeah. <laughs> The night before. The night before, yeah. So that's how that went. I got the you know the money medal and uh, yeah. Yeah, good for you. Number four in the books. That was number, number four. four. I mean, this is from a kid who you know uh, when I was in college, all I ate was Taco Bell. There's no way. There's no way I would have thought I'd be doing this. But, were you yeah. were you like a little chunky Asian kid? I was in college, definitely. Yeah, I was like freaking a buck sixty, man. Yeah. 
Like, Absolutely. It's Taco Bell every day because it was cheap. I love Taco Bell. Still eat Taco you Bell. No, it's not day. real meat, right? You know, I'm okay with it though. All right. When they like announced that like it wasn't real meat, yeah. I was like, I'm pretty sure we all knew that. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Any any company that makes like a Dorito shell, yeah. I'm all for it. Yeah. Big ups. Big yeah. ups for that. <laughs> Big ups for that. Yeah. So that was uh that was the Pittsburgh Marathon. Awesome. And, uh, if anybody wants to run anything. Yeah, we'll run with you. We'll run with you. Yeah. Like I said, as long we're, as you're not a psychopath, we're uh, we're pretty game. Yeah, we're all for. Uh, I'm like just, I'm like shocked that there's somebody out there in the world who like runs the same music as me in yeah. like a park that I've uh, ran yeah. at. That's like amazing to me. It is like cool. what a fucking small world. It is cool unless he's making it up. But I don't think who would make that up. Would it's true. That he, he like said he pulled something once in Nomi Hugan Park or something like that. I briefly glazed over that. My phone's dying, so unfortunately, I'm not getting any of your texts. No problem. This innocent gun beer. It kind of tastes like weed. Really? That, yeah, for me, I don't know about you, but I'm getting the uh, I'm getting an aroma of a uh, little marijuana. <laughs> I'm just saying, maybe that's why it's so. I good. don't know. It tastes malty to me. Malty, maybe. Malty. Maybe the. It's the, a smooth. Oh, that's what. Yeah, this is why I picked it when we were at the uh, the brick wall. It's a smooth Scottish beer with natural hints of toffee, vanilla, and oak. Yes. Win. This is so, awesome. Innocent guns. So, so no. are we talking about my irrational fears, or are we talking about hockey? Uh, let's do irrational fears. Awesome. Let's talk about out? irrational fears. My irrational you know, fears and my irrational thoughts. You have a lot of irrational fears. I like have a lot of irrationality going on with me. You do. I am. Um, it, it was brought because you're was, crazy, but that's okay, why I like you. I have one fear that kind of trumps them all. Like, I mean, I'm I'm afraid of like the dark, and I'm afraid of spiders, like the normal things that people are afraid sure. of. But I have a big fear that's very weird. Okay, and what is this weird fear that is very weird? I'm afraid of wet paper. Like wet paper towels, like um, wet like wet paper? paper at all. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm um, I'm afraid. Like, if you were okay, it got, I can't even, I can't even like talk about it without like uh, cringing. If you, it, you are cringing. If you um, it was brought up this weekend because I don't like gum wrappers either. I chew gum that like doesn't come to wrapper, like those little like hard shell gums. But like, I, I there was like gum wrappers in my car, and I was like, I fucking hate gum wrappers, especially when they get wet. And um, it, it got brought up that I have this irrational fear of wet paper that wet like paper. literally like, okay, like if you were to like, I'm trying like a wet napkin, yeah. even like if you were to take that and throw it at me, yes. ew, like it makes my toes curl. It makes me kind of get uncomfortable. I hate wet paper. Wow. That is irrational. Um, And I mean, yeah. What, uh, so when somebody's supposed to draw a like okay, water like, at a like when they okay when when you go to when you go to a bar yes. and they give you instead of like a, a cardboard coaster they give you a napkin and yeah. the beer spilling on it. Right. Oh my god, yeah, it's like the really? end of the world. That's weird, man. I'm shocked you've never seen me. Like I, I actually no. like flip it. I'll like take it and kind of throw it into the bar. Like I really I can't do wet paper. Um, I can't I can't do it at, at all. Um, I um I remember. It's like like you can see me like physically like yeah I can ah. see you yes um. And so, so it it got kind of like, um, you know, talking about this, I was told I have to go like sit on somebody's couch and talk about this. And, um, it got, it got brought up. How am I afraid of wet paper? Like, and obviously when you're afraid of something, you try and think of like how it began, Yes. how, like what the origin is. And the first time I can remember like this wet, wet paper, um, this wet paper thing, um, (laughs) 
was I was a kid and I was on the log flume at Six Flags yes. and like I was in the front and you know how they have like the log flume and it sure. like covers your legs in the corner by my right foot there was this piece of paper that was like soaked obviously because the log flume is yeah, like a water yeah, ride yeah, wet, and yeah. it was like this soaked huge like head size spitball basically that big? it was like a big piece of paper that was like soaked to, to, to uh, like sticking to the side of the log flume, and I have this irrational. Like I have this it's awesome. Uh, I know, like you can't even see my toes right now. Like I, like literally, my toes have been curled, digging into the bottom of my sneakers. I'll take your word for it. I fucking hate wet paper. <laughs> it's like so weird, and I, I can't get over it. I mean, I can understand. I mean, the only time I've ever been like really kind of grossed out by that, I was. I went to. <laughs> oh god, the story's gonna make me cringe. I well, can't. No, really I was. It. I was in Redondo Beach, California, and I, uh, I had to go to the bathroom, and I went to the bathroom, and somebody had like freaking trashed it and thrown wet paper, like oh, wet, no. like the <laughs> like the wet, the, oh, my god. the toilet paper. You know, they got in I wet. Can't even talk about this. Why did I even bring this up? I can't even like sit here for and this. And it's like all over the floor and the walls and shit. Ew, and ew, oh. <laughs> ew. <laughs> ew. It's, it's funny. It's funny because you're, it's, yeah. All right, I'm going to stop talking. Okay, about so yeah, so yeah. so, so wet weird. paper. Do you, <laughs> do you have Wait, any? can you use paper towels? Like, like that's, well, okay. <laughs> that's like another thing. Like if I have to like, if I wash my hands yeah. and I have to like, obviously like I'm not saturating the paper like if it's damp okay. it's fine but, but it's like, like soaking that's yeah when it's- like like if you were to like take a paper towel and like stick it under water yeah and like clump it into, into like, i can't All even right. do this I can understand um that. It's, it's disgusting it's, i fucking hate it it's got the it's air of like gross yeah um so it brought like i was thinking about this and i was like i wonder if if other people are as like irrationally scared of things as i am like wet paper like yes. if like okay if if i'm in like a horror movie right and like you know, somebody wants to kill me. All they have to do is like soak wet paper yeah, in the sink and you. just chuck it at me because yeah. it hits me. I'm going down, right. I'm like down just for the like, count. Like cover you with it. Oh, 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 yeah. I would like, okay. like seriously, like oh you could be stabbing me. <laughs> yeah, and I would not move if there was wet paper on me. Like that's wet paper. Wet paper. It does it for me. Wow. I'm trying to think if I have any. Like I have the normal one. I don't like bugs and like big cockroaches and stuff like that. But those <laughs> are the normal ones. I should have thought about this more. Like maybe next week I can come up with one. Um, yeah, like, like, uh, um, like. I mean, like, I'm, I'm like afraid of the dark. I really am. Yeah. Um, sleep with the light on. You have a night. I don't. Light? No, like, I don't little, sleep like, with Star Wars nightlight, like a Yoda nightlight. <laughs> I don't sleep with the nightlight, but usually I'll fall asleep with the TV on, so there is light. Yeah. Um, when I have to like, and that's the thing. Like, if it's like darkness that I could see in, it's fine. But it's that like pitch black that yeah. you don't know what's coming or you don't know sure. what's there with you. Sure. I can't do that. Wow. I I got a lot of like weird fucking fears. That uh, that is yeah that is weird. I gotta think of one. I mean the only, the only one that kind of makes me cringe is uh like uh there like is food based like um I um I, I remember there was a, I had a little, like a little cousin he was eating an ice cream cone he's looking at an ice cream cone and he couldn't finish it so he handed it over to my uncle and my uncle's just like oh thanks and like like eating food that someone else has already like licked. okay like that one's a little that's kind of weird okay that's a little weird that's a little cringing like see like, I don't oh have God, a problem with that yeah okay. Yeah, like my wet paper thing is like completely – it's, it's like an notice, irrational fear. noticeably like agitated. Yeah, it's like an irrational fear and I can't beat it. I've just I've just given up on it. That's – that's yeah. I, there's – and you know, there's no read – there's no need to pay a therapist $75. Obviously, like I, w- I wouldn't. Like I'm not, I'm not beating it. I'm going to be aller- or allergic. I'm going to be afraid of wet paper for the rest of my yeah. life. So uh, 
Um, you know, like I don't like puke, but who likes puke? Well, know? that's, you know, like, I mean, like, obviously, like, yeah, you know, yeah, puke. No, no. I mean, like, sometimes if I'm, like, gushing blood abnormally, like, if I got a cut and I'm gushing blood, like, I'm kind of like, yeah. but I mean, like, the wet paper thing really just, like, whoa, I'm I'm out of commission. Yes. <laughs> I'm out of commission. So our, our friend Dennis here is uh, tweeting us, uh, like, uh, animated GIFs of uh, him, his reaction to your wet paper story. <laughs> pretty funny what is his reaction like i said my phone is like half dead it's just you know like uh uh you know look uh there's a little baby in a car seat just kind of like a like a haw kind of like thank you dennis thank you dennis um thank you very much uh uh the ant engineer the tom steve ant engineer wants to do the running of the bulls next year we were talking about runs yeah. that is on my bucket bucket list by the okay. way the, the running with the bulls in pamplona spain that's something i want to do more than anything and uh, apparently it's just a big <laughs> booze fest, but a- apparently my my not so subtle jab at you for not having any people holding signs that you're not famous enough didn't go unnoticed. Yes, oh of course not, of course not. But uh, there were some people who encouraged me on the race route, race route. So, um, rational thoughts. This is oh, on the other. Yeah, end my my uh, my rational thoughts. I was uh, hiking last week. Yes. on Adventure Mondays. Me and me and my friend Courtney yes. go on Adventure Mondays because okay. she's not working and I'm not working on Mondays, and um. So, uh, so we were hiking and I was saying we got to like the top, we, we like climbed up this like huge trail to get to the top of this hill and we're looking down and like, it's not like there's water or anything. Like it's rocks yes. and trees jutting out and like these huge spiky things. It's, it's nature. Yeah. yeah it, it's like nature. And it's not like something that like most people would think of, but like I looked at her and I was like, is it weird that like in my head, there's like this irrational thought to throw myself off this like cliff. Was there water under the No, no water. So you would have died. Yeah, no, I seriously yeah, injured yourself. I would have fucking died. Like, there's, I would have broken both my legs, possibly died. Like, I had this like irrational thought, like standing. It's the same thing. Like, I thought about it last time I was on top of a like a skyscraper, like the Empire State Building, or um, you know, back when when they were still standing the World the Trade Twin Centers. Towers, yeah. yeah. Um, I remember like thinking the same thing. Like, I was at the top <laughs> of the building and like, man, I just kind of want to throw myself off yeah, of this. See what happens. Not, not like in a weird suicidal no, way, just kind of a what but if. like an irrational thought kind yeah. of way. And she, she actually agreed with me. She's like, I actually have the same thing. She's like, I'll even take it one further. She's like, you know how like when you're driving, sometimes you think like, man, like if I swerve the car, like yes. what would happen? Right. Like, you know, like sure. I would like swerve into like a guardrail and probably like flip my car and fucking die. Yeah. And she's like, sometimes I'll just be like, man, I want to swerve the car and see what's going to happen. Yeah. So you it's don't like, do it. yeah, it's like, yeah, exactly. It's this irrational thought. That is, and it, every cliff we came to, like I had that same, even the ones over water, we, we passed this beautiful lake. We were in, um, like Boontown, New Jersey, yeah. um, on this beautiful, beautiful mountain. And, um, you know, we, we come to like cliffs with water that like are clearly like cliffs you could jump off of. Water's probably a little too shallow. Um, you'd probably break both your legs. Like, yeah, but like, I mean, looking at that, like, I mean, that makes more sense to jump into, but like the top of the mountain where there's like nothing but like rocks and trees and like jagged points sticking out. Yeah, like, you're dying. You're definitely, yeah, like you're, you're basically. Dying. And I'm like, I, I like joked around. I was like, like, that's like another thing. Do I like need to go sit on somebody's freaking couch? But like, it's like just an irrational, like chaos thought. I think as long as you don't do it, you're okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously <laughs> like, it's this irrational chaos thought that goes through my head when I'm apparently standing on a high place. I think that's and I, somewhat normal. And I want to jump. I, I don't know. Do you get that? I <laughs> like, I don't know if that's normal. I don't know. I mean, I've like the jump. I don't know. I I had a friend. Like I, I swear he wanted his. Like he wanted to stab people for no reason. Okay, that's like irrational. And um, he would do this thing where if you were in his kitchen, and there was like uh, the knife block. Yeah. He would he, 
he would take the uh, you know the sharpener the, one, the big one, not the big one, but the, just the the oh the, the sharpener, po- yeah, the pointy ones, the sharpener, no, no just the sharpener. The oh, the sharpener, one. sharpener. And okay. He would like he would he would do it just like out of the blue. He would grab that and try to stab you with it. But you know, if you see someone reach for a knife block, pull something out and try to stab you, you'd think it's a knife. And yeah. That, and and you know, and then when when I real you know when I realized <laughs> when, when you realized you weren't dead yet, when I realized it was a sharpener, he would start laughing uncontrollably. Okay, like, that's like weird. Crazy. It's a little weird. Okay, yeah, that that you probably need to sit on somebody's couch. I feel like mine is like more like I I, I don't know. Like I, I don't I know. Think, maybe I just need to go skydiving think, to get it over yeah, with. I think you're you're borderline. Okay, you might be borderline. I'm, I'm borderline psychotic. Yeah, you might be borderline. Okay, but you know, enough. I don't see you jumping off any cliffs. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, like, but there was always that like irrational. Like we were sitting on the edge, and I was just like, man. Yeah, I could. I could jump. I, I, I could w- jump. I right wonder now. what would happen. I could jump right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like we started talking about, it. I was so happy that like Courtney, I mean, like me and her, like pretty much share one brain. Yes, like we have the exact same thought process, and she like agreed with me, and I felt so much better. I don't think you're you're not alone on that. Okay, most people don't act on that. But. Okay, well, obviously most people don't act on it. I mean, I'm not suicidal. I fucking love my life. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Life is pretty damn good right now. Yeah. So. Uh, but there is that. There is that. What if? Just. What I if mean. I, jumped right I mean, now? life is pretty good. Speaking of that, you have your Chinese like voodoo ritual you did on me oh, last right. week. I did. Uh, if you if you listen or watch last week, uh, <laughs> I performed an Asian uh, good luck ritual for you. Exactly. And you know what happened the next day? No. What happened? Somebody stole my hubcap. Really? Just stole your hubcap? On stole your my hubcap. Do people still do that? Apparently, yeah. I was at Woodbridge Mall. I went in the mall with all four hubcaps. Yes. I came out and I was missing my driver's Are you side. serious? Somebody yep. stole your hubcap? Somebody stole my hubcap. That's weird. So That's fuck your Asian ritual. It didn't work. But somebody did point out that they didn't steal my car. Right. I should be viewing this as a positive. Or, you know, your your, your car was not on blocks. They did it's not it's the true. Wheels. They didn't steal the freaking wheels. But, yeah, no. The day after my somebody good just, luck ritual, yeah. somebody stole my damn hubcap. Well, I think it takes a little while. It's a slow burn. It takes a little while to work. So Fair enough. Know, yeah. Fair enough. I'm still waiting for that to, to kick in. I'm just saying. Who steals a hubcap? Right? Right. Like, my hubcaps, I drive a Ford Fiesta. Yeah, it's not like like it's not like I'm driving with, like, you know, chromed out rims. Like, I drive a Ford Fiesta with, like, stock hubcaps. Yes. Get over yourself. Plastic, for God's sake. I'm pretty sure, like, I've hit curbs. So I'm pretty sure that, like, it's, like, scuffed up. Yeah. Right, well, dude who stole hubcap, uh, you know. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Yeah, go fuck yourself. You yeah, suck. Seriously. Like, who steals hubcaps? Who the hell go back to hubcaps? Go back to high school. That's like such a 70s thing. Like, yeah, hubcaps. like, right? Yeah. That's like some, no, that's like something you do in high school when, like, your friend gets a car and yeah. you're like, I'm going to steal all four of their hubcaps. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Very funny. Yeah. No, like, somebody stole Asshole. my hubcap. I'm, like, driving around. I look like I'm in, like, some beat-ass car. Yes. an asshole. So, wait, did you replace it? Not yet. Okay. You know, I mean, do you need to? Yeah, it, it looks just, bad. It looks bad. Well, I mean, I'm gonna go to like the junkyard and get like, I mean, it's like yeah. a stock for any Ford, yeah, Ford Fiesta, yeah, any cap. Ford like Focus, <laughs> any Ford Fiesta is gonna have the same damn hubcap. So I'm just gonna go to the junkyard and yes. get one. All right. Well, I'm sorry it didn't immediate have immediate. Effects. It didn't have any immediate effects. No, so it's coming. Good yes. luck is coming. Awesome. I'm waiting for it. Good luck is coming. Can we um, talk about hockey? Yes, let's please talk about hockey. I think people are waiting for us to talk the about playoffs. Hockey. The are playoffs. In full swing. We are in um, the second. Second series. Yes, we are down to the final eight teams, my friends. Yes. This is going on. We'll go to your team first, the Boston Bruins. Okay. You just want to get into like that like weird 
weird shit. That- no, but I've been watching the games. Um, fanta- it's fantastic. Yeah, I am. Um, I said it from the beginning that I thought. Um, so much I thought Bruins Habs was going to go all seven games. I'm like not one of those people who like looks at my team and says like Bruins in four. Yeah, no, it's delusional. like I, I mean, like I think the Bruins are going to pull it out. Um, I think the Habs are a fantastic team. They are. Yes. I think they're like really good, yes. and I think they're very scary to face in the playoffs. Yes. Um, I think the Bruins will pull it out, but I think it's going to take them seven games I think to it's do going it. Seven. I think game seven is going to be a double overtime affair. Well, it's funny too because halfway through the second game, when they were like losing by like two goals, about or to slit your yeah. wrist. No, 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 I like text somebody. I don't even know who it was. I was like Habs in four. <laughs> I was just like I had no it's faith. Over already. I, I had no faith in my fucking team. I was just like Habs in four. Fuck this. I'm yeah. done. Yeah. No, they're um, tied up one game apiece. One game apiece. They play first, tomorrow. Yes. Now, first game, uh, a very close affair. Goes into double overtime, as a matter of fact. And yeah. this is what's great about the playoffs. No sh- freaking shootouts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, double overtime. D- overtime is terrible. Double overtime is, like, double Double terrible. overtime, if you are reading, rooting for a team, like, it takes years you're, off your yeah, life. You're holding your breath. Yeah. Like, this Habs-Bruins series is going to age me. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm calling it right now. Like, I'm going to come out in, like, two weeks or in a week. Yeah. And I'm gonna have like white hair. Yeah, but that's what's great about all yeah. the, the playoff. So, uh, so first first game it goes into double overtime. It does. And uh, PK Subban. PK Subban scores the game winner. Great hockey player. PK Subban is a fantastic. He scored the first goal player. of the game. And yeah, he was, he's he's amazing. He's, he's amazing. He's a great player. Now he he wins the game in over double overtime. Scores the goal. Wins the game. And exactly what I would have expected to happen happens you get it in any sport and like people it's funny too because everyone he uh you know the n-word trended in boston about pk suban you know and, and and what he is and how he shouldn't play on a hockey team and like f him and this and that yes and um a lot of and a lot of like a lot of people text me and they were like oh you know, so are you still proud to be a Bruins fan? And I'm like, like, I was like, I didn't say it. Yeah, like, <laughs> I didn't say shit like that. I'm not a racist. I love PK Subban. Yeah. Like, my, I know a dog named after right. him. You know, like, PK Subban is a fantastic player. His brother is being brought up through the Bruins system. That's why, that's, 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 and like, I mean, me. and that's the thing. Like, you're going to get that in any sport. I mean, any sport. You know, I mean, like yeah. at football, you get that in um, at rival teams, I, rival teams. When you have racist people, it will always be the N word. You will get it. I think he got it more because, because of hockey, though. Well, yeah. And because I mean, like, obviously, there and, are not a lot of African-Americans. There are not like, you know, when you're watching a sport where it's predominantly white. And and like European and this and that, yeah. you know, he he does stand out as a point for people to pick. Sure, and um, I mean, but you'll get that with anything. Like you know, the Cowboys get defeated by you know the Giants, and the racists are like, well, you know, f this guy who's sure. who's black. You yeah. know, he doesn't deserve to be playing. Well, why not? Yeah, you know, like clearly, if he scored the game winner, he's a fucking great player. So uh, I got like a lot of people like texting me and tweeting at me, like, "Oh, you're still proud to be a Bruins fan?" Like, yeah, I'm fucking proud to be a Bruins fan. Like those racists, yeah. ain't me. Right. I see it more predominantly in hockey, though. I remember Wayne Simons from mm-hmm. the Flyers. He got a banana thrown at him yes. at a game. Uh, that know. actually, yeah, actually, was it Montreal? That I can't remember who threw. I can't remember. 
I want to say it was Montreal, but I'm not sure. Might have been Toronto. I, I, I yeah, well, he. Um, I, I mean, yeah, racist, there there are so few African American players in in is, the yeah. NHL that like you know people really really pick on them. Um, but PK Subban. Utmost respect for me. Uh, yeah. When when Montreal won that first game, I wasn't pissed. Like I was just like, okay, it's game one. I'm a little worried. Um, you know, especially seeing them playing game two. Sure. But uh, you know, it wasn't it wasn't something terrible. I mean, how stressed out were you though? That that, that double. Oh my game? god, I was I wasn't watching the game. Um, Did you fall asleep again? No, I was I was out and I was um I was at a at a, a band show and I was selling merchandise for them. Oh, and, oh, right. Uh, and, my bad. Uh, it was a uh, Detroit, Detroit, uh, yeah. Detroit game where you got the banana thrown in. And um, yeah, no, I uh, I wasn't watching the game, so I was kind of following it on Twitter. Um, and I always feel feel terrible when I'm not watching the game. I'm a superstitious fan, so I feel like that actually kind of like I wasn't watching. So like clearly they lost because I wasn't watching. Yes, but um, <laughs> I didn't watch the second game either, and clearly they won that. Uh, but uh, but yeah, the. Uh, Bruins Habs, that's going to age me. I still, oh, like yeah. I said, I still think it's the Bruins, but it's going to take seven games to do it. Oh yeah, uh, 2012. And uh, I think they're going to get some serious, like, tough games. Yes. Like they're not going to be easy. It's not going to be like, you no, know, it's not going to be the cakewalk it was in Detroit. Exactly. No, like if they're going to win a game, they're going to have to win a game. Yes. Like absolutely. it's you know when a game goes into overtime. You know, like like the Blues and in Chicago, like all of those games were going into overtime. Yeah. That's a great matchup. Right. So, so. Uh, game two, little less stressful, but not really, not really. I mean, what game two of the yeah, Bruins have? Yeah. Oh my God. Are you kidding? They were losing for most of it. They I were. like, I, I like really checked out of that game. I was, that's what I said. Like it was you three, it was, it was three to one. I wasn't watching the game. I was selling merch. I was just like, fuck this Habs and four. And then the next thing I know, I had like four text messages from people like, Oh, see, I told you the Bruins were going to pull it out. Why do I have more faith in your team than you do? Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, I guess they pulled it out. Yeah. I, uh, I, wa- yeah, I did watch this game. It was sort of back and forth. And the, the, the Habs started pulling away. Yeah, um, and then I had to leave the game, and the next thing I know, I see the Bruins score. Four. So what you're so what you're saying is when you were watching the game, the Bruins sucked, but when you stopped watching, they they started uh, to pull together. You know, Stop watching my fucking games! I, you can't tell me. Don't tell Albatross. Me what, tell me what to do? I'm watching you're playoff. Freaking Albatross! To all my teams, all of my teams. Hey man, I ain't on the I ain't on the ice. Not my fault. All of my teams. Listen, Manchester City is playing on Wednesday and I'm not on think about it. Wednesday, need- Wednesday, and on Sunday, and they need to win both of those games. So don't watch. Don't even turn on your TV. Right. There's an accidental chance that you might fall on NBC Sports. Yeah. Don't even do it. You notice uh, both these games. I did not breathe a word to you. So I, I know you didn't. Yeah, I, didn't. I, I know better. <laughs> you do. Know you know better. I'm in a bad mood. I know better. So, but yeah, it's definitely going. Uh, it's definitely. Going it's going seven games. hundred uh, percent. Just real quick, I read an article on uh, uh, Puck Daddy uh, mm-hmm. from Yahoo Sports. A uh, guy Ryan Lambert wrote an article saying, um, "Habs sort of have a reputation as divers. They take penalties. They go out of their way to take penalties." And the Bruins know this, and it's kind of getting in their heads, yes, a little bit, and which I thought was interesting because the, um, the um, it, if you look at the stats, that's kind of how it's going. The the Montreal Canadiens are scoring most of their goals on power plays, yes, and the Bruins are committing penalties, and maybe it's kind of because they are thinking about it. it's gotten in their heads. That, I can see that that. Um, Montreal takes a lot of penalties, yes. and thus they're maybe giving up penalties. Yeah, and and um, yeah. Now, at, you know, stat wise, uh, Montreal's got four power play goals, so um, the Bruins are five for nine on the kill, not the greatest percentage, and 
but Boston is dominating even like way dominating even string. So yeah, basically Boston can win this if they don't commit penalties. <laughs> uh, you know whether or not you think they are goons, and we all know it. Or not you think some of us can admit it. Um, so you're you're thinking I think I, you know it's divers. it's is that it's, what you're saying? It's here? it's funny because uh, it's funny because uh, Emily Glenn. Uh, Massey Jane. Yes. She was like, oh, I'm not listening tonight, <laughs> but I expect like there's going to be lots of Habs trash talking. And honestly, I got nothing. Like, I, I really have nothing for her. I've been like overly impressed with how the Habs have played. Okay. Um, I'm like ridiculously scared of them, which I, uh, I talk hockey with, uh, one of our listeners, uh, Zachary Keller, who, uh, congratulations to him and his wife. They, uh, just welcomed their first daughter. All oh, right. Um, congratulations, I, Zachary. uh, yeah, Penelope Gray. That's um, a cool name. Yeah, no, it's a, it's an amazing game, and uh, the Gray is is a reference to Jean Gray from the comics. So good for them, and um, they're Chicago fans. So unfortunately, Penelope looks like she's probably <laughs> going to be a Chicago probably. fan. So not too cool, but congrats to them. And you know, he uh, he knows me me well enough and, and my like weirdness yes. that like you know like we'll have to like wish each other like he's he's a Chicago fan and I hate Chicago, but you know. It, You've made that perfectly clear. Yes. I. Good luck to them. I, I don't mind them winning right now as long as I don't have to face them. Yes. Um, and he even said, he's like, I didn't wish you like good luck to the Bruins before right. before the first game. He's like, and then they lost. And, you know, apparently he's uh, as superstitious as me. But, uh, yeah. All right. So, so I think I think the Habs are a great team. I have absolutely nothing yeah, well, nothing at, bad to say about the them. Stats, uh, the season in the season, the season series. Uh, I mean, Boston, they swept first yeah, round. Boston I mean, it was Tampa not. Bay, but you know. In the season series, uh, when they played each other during the regular mm-hmm. season, Boston did not win a game. No, they did not. So that's so yeah. No, that. it's 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 a tough. You know, it's it's a tough team to to play, and um, it's a good rivalry. I think it's gonna be a good series. Yeah. I'm really hoping for Boston right. and seven. Bruins and seven. You're saying yes. All right. So Pens Rangers. Pens Rangers. Now uh, I got Rangers and seven. Really? Yep. You know why? Because I wanted to be Rangers versus Bruins. My best friend is a Rangers fan. I just want to do it. I know. I got to kind of see this firsthand being in Pittsburgh. Yes. And, uh, yeah, this is another – this is going to be another hard fought. I think – yeah, I think – I think it would go game seven. I, I I can't – it's tough picking a winner for this one though. It's tough if – if especially after that last game where uh, the Rangers got shut out. Yeah. zip. Yeah, but that – you know, I mean like I, like when I'm thinking about a shutout, I never count an empty net goal. Like I oh, never sure, do. Sure. So I mean, it wasn't like they got like shut out like seven zero. No, but the you Rangers' know? power play is pathetic. It is. You gotta, you it's been support. pathetic all season, gotta, and every Rangers fan knows. You gotta it. take advantage of that, and I think yeah. it's gonna be their downfall. So yeah, I'll, I'll call Pens in seven. Okay. I think, I think it's gonna go seven games regardless. I yeah. think the Rangers are that good that they can go seven games. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm hoping they pull it out because I want that to be the next. Yeah, they got Lundqvist, but I think uh, I think Cindy Crosby uh, pulls it, you know, he start he wakes Did up. you call him Sydney or Cindy? I call him Cindy. Okay, good. I because, Cindy. because I call him Cindy too. Yeah, I call Cindy Crosby will wake up, he'll start scoring. Will, you know, yes. Hawks uh Hawks Wild. I think the Wild are done. I, I think I think the Hawks in 4. Like I think they're sweeping I think them the Wild will win that like, game. They got some talent. And, I think uh, maybe like Hawks 5 at the most. Five, yeah. But, um, uh, I, I think that, you know, Minnesota is complete, like Minnesota is like Tampa Bay with me. Like, congrats on making it to the playoffs. Yeah. You're not going anywhere. And the second you made it to the second round, yeah. but yeah. And, um, can we just stop before we talk about Kings Ducks sure. and talk about fucking LA rocking my mind? Wow. Why? Why? Because I called LA 
And like they're down three games. I called yeah. San Jose as a choking hazard. You did you were? 100% I was like a hundred percent, a hundred percent in. Like game four, I was a hundred percent in for it. Game five, game six, and game seven, I knew LA could do it because the San Jose Sharks are still, still a playoff choking hazard, choking and the year. LA Kings are still more ready to play in the playoffs, and they know the pressure. I mean, shit, last game prime example yes. like what they tied in like three seconds yes like yeah. they still know how to sell <laughs> tickets to a fucking game so good for them i am rooting for the la kings to take the west you uh you, oh, that's you, it i'm in the whole LA. west the whole west right. <laughs> if la if it comes to la and boston i'm gonna be devastated but if la were to beat boston in the stanley cup final i wouldn't be upset You'd at be all okay with that. i'd be okay with it all right. I mean, I kind of made a deal and I sold my soul to the that, devil. I don't think that's happening. But um, no, think where they're winning? No, getting there, sure, maybe. <laughs> I don't think they're beating Boston though. If they if they, if, if they get if there, but uh, Kings Kings versus Ducks. I think the Kings. I think that the Kings are still more qualified to deal with playoff pressure than any other. Well, team. here's the thing. I'm going to read you a quote here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing with Saturday night's stunning overtime loss is that the Ducks played very very well, while Los Angeles was abject for much for much of the game. And they still got significantly outpossessed. This is why the Kings are going to run away with the series. They're, They're just, just better. better. They're just better. That's what it comes down well, to. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like I said, like the, the San Jose Sharks have always been, for the past how many years, a playoff choking hazard. They never make it past the first round. Yeah. They definitely never make it past the se- second round. They never make it past the first round. And the LA Kings... Are, they, they understand the pressure they face. Yes. So, like, being down three games to them... No big deal. You gotta win four. Yeah, NBD. So. You just gotta win four NBD. in a row. NBD! Yes. Just gotta win four in a row. Hands down, I think uh, Kings are gonna take the Ducks completely. We're just gonna have four, four games? No, I don't think five. four games. All right, five? five? Six, maybe. Six? I'll, right. I'll call Kings and six. I'll call Kings and five. I still haven't seen, um, they usually show you Matthew Perry at the games. He hasn't been at the game? I don't know. I, like, I've been <laughs> catching the games here and there, so I haven't actually seen him there. Sure. He is my favorite part of LA Kings playoff hockey, that they show <laughs> Matthew, Matthew Perry. The washed up star from Friends? Yeah, but he had that really good show last year. Which show was that? I don't watch network TV. I forget what it was my called. My TV is permanently turned on to AMC. AMC. Yeah. To yourself. You know, well, yeah. Um, is that it? Well, for hockey wise, yeah. Hockey wise. Hockey wise. Yeah, no, you're, let's, um, well, real, real quick, um, uh, St. Louis Blues today. They apologize for losing. Took out a full page ad uh-huh. apologizing for losing. Not, good for, not for them, though. I don't know if this is necessarily a good thing. This is setting a bad precedent. Now, I know teams have probably done this before. Uh, when they win, they'll put on a full page ad, stuff like that. Um, but apologizing for for losing, I don't. I I, I like that. You know, what? setting up I actually, precedent. I actually you know like that. Because, you know, I don't think it was necessary. Like, no, of I mean, not. this is like the Blues' first, like, second year of being really good. Like, I mean, they've been good for the past few years, but this is like their first year of being like really good. Sure. Where like I actually had a moment where I thought they might make it all the way. Yeah. Um. So, and I, I, a lot of people probably thought that. I think um, if they were at full strength, sure. I guess I, you could I feel like, I, I feel like that's, I mean, as, as much as you don't want to apologize for being weak and yeah. losing, like, obviously when, when, when you're a team and you don't win, you let down people. Yes. And I appreciate that they apologize. I appreciate that they recognize I, I that. I setting a bad precedent. I'm like, where's my full page ad in the Newark Star Ledger from 
the owners of the Devils apologize for not making the playoffs. Like where it's like, I think, <laughs> well, the Devils clearly don't have enough money to be doing shit okay, like that. Uh, I agree, but I mean, this is set a bad precedent. Like every team's going to have to apologize now. For, for I don't think the- so. Just the ones that care about their fans, which the Devils don't. Uh, well, that's, that's, that's debatable. They've been very good to me. We'll put it that way. I'm a fan. They've been very good to me. Yeah. Well, you're also famous. In, in, famous. In, yeah, exactly. In, in, famous. In, a, in a way, but I mean, I, I think it's a nice gesture. I think it sets a bad precedent. No. Fair don't, enough. Don't you know? Someone. Fair enough. Just say fuck the fans. We didn't win, no, and you just have to deal with no, it. No, you know how you don't apologize. You know how you make it better. Like get some good signings over the off season, and and make it better. Make the team better. Okay, As fair, enough. Do fair enough, fair enough. That's what I say. Fair enough. That's what I say. Let's get a little, uh, before we, before yeah, we football. end. Football. Football. Team, oh, oh, my God. Things are going your way. Oh, right? my God. This unlikely scenario that you've talked oh about. Oh, my it, God. It looks like it's going, it's happening. Okay, so, I'm excited. <laughs> I don't okay. even want to talk about how excited okay, I am. You're not in despair. I'm, you were about to I'm, kill yourself a I'm, week ago. I'm, <laughs> I was. I was in, like, surf taco, like, ready to strangle yeah. myself. Um... So they they need to win two games. Okay. Um, unfortunately, Liverpool did win today. Okay. Or no, th- no, they drew today. They drew today. What the fuck am I talking about? I don't know. They drew. The they drew. Chelsea drew yesterday. I'm like having a momentary lapse because um, Crystal Palace, a real shitty team, was playing uh, Liverpool today, and at one point it was three to one. And I'm like, oh, this game is it's fucking over. done. Like, obviously, Liverpool is winning. And then I get an update on my phone. I'm like, oh god, it's probably like four to one now. It's three to two. Like five seconds later, I get another update. Three to three. I text my best friend. I was like, are you watching this? Yeah. And he's like, yes. So um, so uh, Manchester City literally has to just win one and draw one. They can't lose. Okay. Um, and that's not even saying what Liverpool and Chelsea might do next weekend in their respective matches. Sure. So, I mean, obviously two wins is better. Uh, a win and a draw is fine. Um, it's like the worst that they could do. Yeah. And, um, and they, could, they could win the league. Knock on wood. Like, shit, I'm, like, completely jinxing myself talking about this, but I'm so stoked. So it reminded me of this moment two years ago when um, when Manchester City was, like, undefeated. They were they were staked to, to win the league, you know. Obviously, they'd start fucking up at the end and losing games. So it literally came down to goals against, or yes. goals scored for, sure. rather. and um, The tiebreaker, yeah. Between them and Manchester United. And uh, I asked my best friend at the time, because the Rangers were in, he's a Rangers fan, Uh, the Rangers were in the playoffs, I was like, if you could have one team win, Rangers or Manchester City, who would it be? be? And he told me the Rangers, and I forget what his bullshit excuse was, but I was like, you're fucking crazy. Like, you're fucking crazy. (laughs) Like, you are a Manchester City fan, right? Like, you are crazy. And um, so I asked him again the other day, and I was like, Pete, only one team can win. Who is it? Rangers or Manchester City? And he's like, Rangers. He's like Manchester City won two years ago. It's been twenty oh, okay. years. That's what it comes it's been twenty to. years for the uh, the Rangers. So yeah, 90, I felt I felt like terrible saying it, but like literally, I would give up Boston winning the Stanley Cup if Manchester City really? could just pull. Yup, it's it's, just, hmm. it's tough because I love both sports equally. Yeah. Um, yeah, Boston won pretty recently. Well, so did Manchester City. I mean, they won like the same year. Wow. Okay. So, so I mean, like, like it really like football I chose, I chose, I shoot like, and I, I'm sure I'm gonna have like a million uh, tweets coming in. Like, well, no, she's well, not really a Boston fan. No, no, no. I understand that because uh, the unlikeliness of them winning. Exactly. I mean, they came kind of from behind. Yeah. Um. You know, and and it might be because I I kind of am afraid of who Boston has to face to win it. Sure. That they might not. So I'd rather watch Manchester City win on Sunday right. next week. Seven like less than seven days away. Yeah. Um. 
but Wednesday they have to win or draw. And um and Sunday, me and my best friend are getting together to watch the game. The last game. Yeah. I mean, if they lose on Wednesday, like shit, it's over. Yeah. We're not we're not yeah. watching the last game. So they can't um, they can't lose. Yeah. Knock on wood. Again. All right. Um, but Wednesday we, we have like the whole same thing. Like last time we got some like special reserve blue moon because obviously blue moon is the the Manchester City thing. Um we have like some special reserve blue moon. Right. We're gonna watch the game are together. You, uh, are you putting an orange slice in that shit? Uh, no, it's like some weird like champagne blue okay. moon. All right. so um, no orange well, it was funny too because last time we did it, I didn't have a glass of it. Like I was like marathon training, and it was like against my regiment. So like he, uh, he, I even said I was like, "Are you gonna buy that that blue moon?" And he's like, "Are you gonna drink half of it this time?" Yeah. And I was like, "I am there, a hundred percent. If they win this, me and him, you know, to his father who is no longer with us, and uh, watched Manchester City win two years ago the first time with us." Um, so this could happen. They could win. The it could happen. Premier I mean, League. I mean, right now they are on the top of the league. It is theirs to lose. Okay. So I, that's all I'm talking about. It. I, I could possibly be in a very bad mood next week. That's not. I want you in a good mood. It makes the podcast better. Then do me a favor. Don't watch soccer for a week. I'm not even gonna think about soccer. Good. Good. Forget about Manchester City. <laughs> Forget about it. Uh, yes, I will. So. I will. I think All that's right. uh, pretty much it. Real quick. Um, I, real I'm, quick. If you're not watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., yeah. God, watch it, please. Right, watch it. When, please. Is it. when is it on what channel? I don't even oh, know. Oh, God, I don't even know. Uh, ABC Tuesdays at like 8, maybe. Okay. Um, like fantastic. A lot of tie-ins to the movies. Obviously, um, this past week, last week, and, and this week, yeah. um, uh, Colby Smulders from How I Met Your Mother, is Maria she, Hill, yeah. yes, Maria Hill her. from the movies, you've seen her in the Avengers, um, Maria Hill from the movie, she's on it. And next week is the season finale of season one, and uh, Samuel L. Jackson, Nick Fury is going to be on it. Oh, cool! Okay. Spoiler alert: he's not well, dead. They, um, uh, they're really trying to get that season two then. Yeah, exactly. So, um, it was slow at the beginning. I fucking didn't watch it. I caught on after uh, seeing Captain America. Yeah. Like, watch it. It's so good. I'm like totally into it right now. It's like the only thing that I'm like really salivating to see every week. Yeah. Um, really like waiting for every week. So watch it, please. All right. What have I seen Spider Man? Um, we we can go see Spider Man. We go to the Go Go Bar first, and then go see Spider Man. <laughs> or what? Or there, do we vice um, flip that around? <laughs> I, I got a review of Spider Man. I have one review saying. Um, they're just going to reboot it in five years anyway, so thank God that it'll be rebooted, yeah. which um, they have that pretty planned out, so I don't think that's happening. And one review saying exactly what I wanted to happen, exactly what we all think is going to happen, actually happened, okay. which is like two thumbs I'm up. I'm going to go into it with, uh, you know, I, I, with Jamie no, Foxx. I'm a little scared about that. I'm going in with no expectations. So, uh, so, yeah. But if you know the comic books and you know what happens to certain characters... Um, I'm excited about it, so let's all go say it. All right. And two thumbs up. That's like weird wanting to watch yeah. it for that and, reason. Uh, real quick, uh, merchandise. Merchandising. I've merchandising. I've, I've gotten the merchandise uh, machine rolling. Um, I'm trying to gauge interest if anybody wants so an SNM show. Who wants to buy a shirt? Show of hands. Yes, I'm doing uh, – I'm do- first of all, I'm doing men's and women's. I do not like to discriminate. Two. But you have to be thin. I'm kidding. No, you don't have to be thin. I'm kidding. Ming, no. Ming is just a snob. No, you don't have to be thin. Now, number two, when I make a shirt, when I wear a shirt, I want high-quality shit. I don't Obviously. want this, like, scratchy, like, cheap shit. No. So we're going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to get the best material money can buy. But um, I'm allowed to set the prices where, you know, where some people will charge a little more. I want to charge as low as possible. So a penny. 
no, I want you know I want to make a little money, but not as much as some you know greedy companies do. My mother asked me the other day. She goes, "If you're going to be selling shirts with Ming, is he going to steal all the money and not give you anything?" Your mom said that. I was like, "Mom, you." What cre- if I never? What if I ever stolen from you? Right. I was like, "Mom, you clearly don't know Ming." Like Ming's probably gonna give me like a sixty forty cut. Yeah, I know. Like, I was like, very, I was like, Ming is a little too I'm, nice. Obscenely, yeah. But uh, and my wonder, father I, and my father still wants to golf with you. you no, know, I was thinking about that. Have you golfed before? You, um, you golf. I've been to the driving range. Well, you've never golfed on a course. Mm-hmm. We might have to. We should go to a driving range together. Just see how good or bad it will be. Okay. All right. Let's do. Let's that. do that. So we're gonna go to the strip club. First, we're going to go to the golf range. Then we're going to go to the strip club. Then we're going to... No, we'll go to the golf range. Okay. Then we'll go see Spider-Man 2. Oh, okay. Then we'll go to the strip club because okay. we're going to need our spirits lifted a little bit. Right, right. Uh, yeah. If, if Spider-Man sucks, at least you got lap dances to look When Spider-Man too. sucks, let's get that in there. When what? Spider-Man sucks. When Sp- Yeah, well, I, like I said, <laughs> low expectations. So, uh, if you have, Jamie um, Fox. I'm going to post the t-shirt design I've designed up on samandmingshow.com. It's pretty dope, I think. Pretty awesome. I can just draw it. And um, <laughs> can you? No, you got to put the logo on there too, though. The, the logo is cool. Oh, yeah, no, the logo the is logo cool. The logo is cool. Uh, S plus. Um, so we're doing men's and women's t-shirts, and we're going to be doing uh, pint glasses. And uh, no, I'm not going to be stealing all the money from you. Mm. I'm, we're not going to be making. They'll look something like this. Uh, it's better than that. Better than that. I'll put it. I'll put a post up on the site. Uh, we're not going to be making a fortune, maybe like a buck or two on each shirt. Like, oh, really, awesome. It's going to be really gas wanna, money for like a month. <laughs> yeah, I really, I, not even that. It'll be like like gum, like hubba bubba money. You can buy a pack of gum with it. So <laughs> Nice. Uh, but I, I think I think it'll be pretty cool. Like uh, I found a company, um, I found a company where, you know, they handle all the, well, I'm using the same one to tell them Steve David, merch table. Okay. So, so yeah, you got that. To and congratulations to. to Tom and Steve Dave for their 200th episode last 200. night. 200. We're recording night. it tomorrow. So uh, listen uh, rap, to rap it. Rap battle, game shows. It's going to be it's gonna be crazy. It's going to be freaking nuts, dude. That's all I'm saying. So, All right. Thank okay. You. Thank you. So, uh, so next week, same time, same place. Yes, absolutely. I mean, you guys don't have to be in the same place, but we're yeah. going to be in the same place. Yeah, we'll be here. Yeah. And, um, and uh, yeah. Hashtag thank- Adventure Mondays. Yes. Adventure Mondays. Adventure Mondays. Hashtag, uh, you know, pray for Debbie. <laughs> pray for Debbie. Hashtag Ming loves women. Hashtag, yeah. hashtag, yeah. whatever fucking right. weird shit I say. Right. So now I'm going to take some pain medication. And we're going to go to the bar and drink. Yes. We We've will. been drinking all night. We're going to drink a little bit more. We will. Thank you, Innocent Guinness. And, innocent um, Guinness. That's what I call it. Oh, sorry. It. Innocent Gun. Innocent Gun. I call it Innocent, innocent Guinness. Yeah. and uh, uh, That would probably be good mixed together. Some Innocent Guinness. We'll try that next week. Yeah, we will. Uh, I got, like I said, I got a little surprise for you next week. So, I'm <laughs> terrified. That's all I'm saying. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, everybody. everybody. Thank we you for everybody you. who's newly listening. Thank you for everybody who's still listening. Shit, like, you people need to, like, sit down on a chair and talk about your irrational thoughts. Yes. And uh, uh, follow and Samantha at the Zen Librarian. And follow Ming at Ming Chen 37 Awesome. All right. We'll talk to you next week. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.